Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. This is The Word with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. We are live here tonight at the biggest and the baddest comedy club here on Long Island, Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown, Long Island, broadcasting from the Govs Comedy Club podcast studio. Tonight, mm-hmm. we have a great, great show for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Steve in-house. He's mm-hmm. right here. We have Peter virtually because he's highly contagious, apparently. He he's said got, me- mediocrely He's contagious. got poopoo It does. <laughs> Peter, is that true? It'll infect your ass. Oh, yeah, no. That's and, not good. And that's, that's poo-poo polite. Uh, poo-poo polite? I don't know. Better <laughs> yet, we have we have uh, our guest tonight with beer that can cure all of that. We have Gunnar mm-hmm. and Lindsay from Springs a Brewing Company. Right here on <laughs> Long Island, folks. There they are. Say hello. Hi, Yay. guys. How's it going? They are also virtually because they are, what, an hour <laughs> east yeah. of us? Yeah. And in all of the icy road nonsense, no one needs any of that, we will host them virtually tonight. But before we begin any of that, we must, we must go to our sponsors. And tonight, Steven's here with Rosie's Draft Solutions. Rosie's Draft Solutions. Get it. Oh wait, no. Uh, <laughs> that's not it. No, that's, that's not the it. whole plug. That's that's not it. That's not <laughs> it. Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery. That is only done by making sure those draft system lines are perfectly clean. Tight. Rosie services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerator installs across Long Island and Westchester. With backgrounds in professional brewing, certified Cicerone, I love love it, love the Cicerone, and off-flavor detection, they are here to bring you professional services so so you can serve the best quality product while obtaining the best yields from your kegs. Yes. Uh, you can reach them at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com, or you can give them a call at 631-219-2075, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Ask for Nick. Tell him the Wart sent you. 
And uh, you might, uh, you he know, might holler at your boy. He might. That's he it. might. That's a good one. He might holler he, at your he boy. He might holler at your boy. So go to Rosie's Draft Solutions Instagram and Twitter and tell him the word sent you for a little discount on any of your services. Tonight we're also sponsored by Beer Maker. Peter, take it away, Beer Maker. Beer Maker. Beer Maker. Your at home all grain uh, countertop brewing system. Uh, are you bored because you're sitting at home on quarantine? <laughs> Why don't you brew a beer with Beer Maker? Uh, lots of recipes. Uh, it's Stout Month uh, for yes. Beer Maker. They're doing a promotion. They Eight have, uh, different stouts. Mm-hmm. A bunch of with new stouts available in the uh, Beer Maker store. They, uh, they need to get the black app. lager going. Yeah. They need yes. Yeah. yes, they that's do. A, that's a definite yes. for sure. Uh, all sorts of beers you can make in there. Dunkelweizens, Marzins, IPAs, both uh, East and West Coast. All of the coasts <laughs> represented. <laughs> Even the South Southeast, the South Coast, the Gulf Coast. There's a Gulf of Mexico. That's going to be the next style, by the way. Gulf Coast Lager. (laughs) Why not? Calling it here right now, (laughs) right today. Gulf Gulf Coast Lager is the next big fucking (laughs) thing. That would be pretty amazing if they they're able to get a Gulf Coast Double IPA. It'd be awesome. Well, we already have East Coast, right? East Coast Coast and East Coast uh, uh, from Brooklyn and other ones to East Coast. Gulf Coast. Yeah, it's happening. Peter, give us the big plug. What is it? Use promo code the work for uh, some uh, little uh, quiche off the uh, beer maker. Yep. Beer maker, B E R M K R. And check them check out on Instagram. All of the links are up in our Instagram bio. So go ahead and head over to that link tree and click beer maker. And of course, type in promo code the work. We're also sponsored tonight by VintageBeerShirtClub.com. We got a new package coming our way, boys, for Vintage Beer Shirt Club shirts nice. going out to the. Uh, the guests on our show, and uh, thanks a lot for them for helping us out. We're also tonight sponsored by Brewback. I can't stop talking about Brewback. Can't I wait can't to get that thing back wait out. Wait to get my bags out in the warm. That's it, and throwing them in the holes. That's it, and and that and so if you don't know what Brewback is, it's beer pong cornhole. It's an amazing game in that you play with a beer, and uh, it's How just as competitive. Think of this? Like years ago. Well, don't tell Scott that because Scott's like, thank God I thought of it. Well, that's right. That's why I'm glad he thought of it. So uh, go to brewbag.com, type in promo code the wart. We've received 10% off your order. I think we have our own personalized page on his website. That's also in our link tree. Uh, Brewbag.com, also sponsored tonight by Physics. Uh, physics.com for your uh, tap dispensing. Uh, by the way, I fixed the one from last week. You... I know what happened to it. There was a seal issue. It was a sucky problem. It was. It was a little rubber gasket. It goes around. If you just washed it, it that was my fault. And I, what I was doing is I was just holding the top down, and it automatically <laughs> you know, had the suction immediately. But you can put in your uh, your Crowler can. You could put in your 750 bottle. You do a lot of cool things, and it's then beer from the bottle, from the Crowler, on tap. It's physics.com. Promo code the wart. Receive 20% off your order. Jesus, that's also, great. tonight sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware for all your large capacity, small capacity needs goes to Brewers Hardware. Uh, we thank him for all his support throughout the years. And uh, shout outs to our buddies over American Beauty at Hopscotch Bottle yeah. Shop um, and everyone that has helped us along the way. And tonight, as promised, we have an excellent show with already, in my estimation, from the first few sips, excellent beer. Wait, you sipped it? You told me not I to did. Si- I told you not to sip it while you're going to do your was, promos. I, I didn't was, say don't sip it ever. I'm sipping. You got to sip it. Now you got to There you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, Gunnar and Lindsay from Springs Brewing right out there on Long Island. What's going on, guys? How are you? How's Good. it going? How are you doing? Well, thanks very much for uh, hanging out with me. Uh, yeah, was it yesterday? It was yesterday, right? Yeah. 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 I just lose time, man. It's been like, it's only been 24 hours and it feels like an eternity. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah. 
But thanks very much. We went over to Hopscotch, hung out. Uh, Hopscotch! Talked, uh, talked shop a little bit. I uh, got a little uh, pre-production questions rolling. But I'm going to let them uh, start it off tonight. Uh, I want you guys to you know give us a little bit of background of um, you know who you are, where you came from. Because this is uh, kind of, well, we'll say it is new. It's one of the newest ones here on Long Island that you could find in some of your local distributors. And, of course, out on the East End. So uh, give us a little background. How did you guys get into all this? And how did, how did this come to be? Uh, well, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> we both uh, kind of grew up with craft beer lovers, um, kind of more the more macro craft beer, um, like Sierra Nevada and Dales and that sort of stuff. And Dales. So we were always like kind of into beer. Um, and then we were both going to school in the Bronx and oh, cool. um, Gunnar and I didn't really know each other then, um, but we were both really interested in design and um, sustainability. And we were both going back to school for grad school to study um, Gunnar for architecture and uh, me for design and sustainability. And um, I well, I, I, Lindsay, I know what architecture is. Tell me about yeah. design and sustainability, because when I think design, I, I, I have a graphic design minor or, or constant or what do they even call them concentrations? Do they? What do they call them in college? Now? Those are camps. No, 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 no. That's a long Not time that. ago. Oh. No, I'm talking about like you have your major and then it's a minor. It's they don't minor. call them minors anymore, though. No, I don't think so. They call it something else. But all right. So tell me what is design and sustainability, because that's I, I don't think I've heard that as a as a path. And, and that's just me being ignorant, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, it was definitely like a new. Pro- I was the first year that they had this oh. program at the well, new school. Well, that's why I didn't know. There you go. There you go. Very fresh. Um, cool. What what is that? Yeah. What does that entail? Is it a lot of art, or is it more like agriculture? What does that have to do with it? Um, so you kind of for this particular program, it's like more academic and research oriented, and so I every person in the program kind of like designs their own curriculum, and for me, it was. Um, a focus on how design practices can create sustainable futures. And so a mm. lot of um, what I was studying was how uh, in Cuba, kind of the the restrictions created this very sustainable environment. And a lot of it had to do with food and okay. um, people's consumption. And so I think that and also when Gunnar was in architecture school, like sustainability was really um, becoming a huge part of the discourse. Yeah, like recyclables and, and things like that and being able to, you know, bring back or refurbish things, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And like thinking about materials and yeah, people like just kind of creating this more kind of consideration around consumption. And so huh. I, um, we both still work in architecture, um, but we've also worked on a lot of social justice and food projects and um we were doing a lot of little wonky fermentation projects and okay. What 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 did those entail? Uh, a lot of sauerkraut, uh, <laughs> <laughs> pickled uh, pickled onions, a lot of pickled things, mm. some kimchi maybe. Yeah, oh, I love that. Some kimchi, yeah. yeah. There we go. That sounds. There we go. By the way, that was what was in the uh, the. The, oh, that bowl, bowl from Gina's Wieners. The, the Gina's Wieners that we had. <laughs> oh, the, the, I love pickled vegetables. They're delicious. And okay. and and basically what, what that means is base, that, that food can sustain longer if it's pickled and jarred and stuff like that, right? Yeah, totally. It's like, you know, you 
you can stretch things that mm-hmm. way, right? Oh. You know, something might not be that great fresh. You can pickle it and it'll okay. last. You know, like when your meat goes bad. Right. You just pickle it. No, no, you salt it. That one. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Yeah, that, Shit. No wonder why I haven't been feeling well. No. I've been you doing it the, the backwards way. I've been pickling my meat for a and while. Salting now. your vegetables. Oh yeah. No wonder your sodium's through the roof. Jeez. You Man. thought it was drinking. It's just all I, the salt you dump it on your vegetables. I, I'm so wrong. Oh my god. Damn it. Well, listen, you might have to go back for a degree, <laughs> new degree in <laughs> design and uh, a degree in uh, yeah, gastroenterology. Uh, you know what? I have heard of programs like you've taken, uh, Lindsay, that allow you to kind of focus more on something that you're passionate about. I think it's a, a great way, as an educator, I think it's a great way to really um, focus a student rather than just going, I'm going for computer engineering or whatever. Yeah, but it's it's more complex than that because you're eventually going to get to something more specific. What if you already knew what that was and you're able to design a degree program around that? I think it's a, a good idea for colleges to explore that that avenue a little bit. Totally. Yeah, it, it like gives you kind of this latitude to to be a generalist. And and I think that's kind of like what brought us to, to beer was like, you know, when we were thinking about all of these ideas, you know, a lot of the t- things that like brought us together and brought us together with other people was beer and it you know it felt very accessible and it was also you know we were drinking all this beer and we were like oh we should try as you should <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah we really kind of you know you know we we started and then you know we started home brewing and and really saw how like how um you know brewing was this kind of amazing thing that could it could be this outlet, um, you know, that we had for, for making things, for crafting things, and also, you know, for sharing it and, and with people and, and really bringing people together. And, and, you know, we were, you know, we were part of like the craft beer scene and just saw like, you know, how, how you could just start talking to someone, uh, you know, um, about the beer they're drinking or or whatnot, you know, at, at a brewery or, or at a, a beer bar and, and it could, you know, is this kind of way to, this, this is kind of baseline to, to make connections with people that, that go, you know, well beyond beer. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, you know, um, we love that about it and, and that it is this, this amazing thing that you can, just, just so you know that that might get old quick. I'm just <laughs> I'm just kind of giving you a guys a little tip. Well, they don't have their tip. own, their own you, spot you, yet. But right, right, right. Right now it's it's yeah. young and fresh. It's like young love. It's it's yeah. it's everything you want it to be, and and so refreshing every day. And then you know after a, a few years, and you know you've been doing this a while, and you're a professional. Now you're no longer this you know home brewer, and then you have all these home brews that just keep coming to you and giving you their homebrew that they just brewed because <laughs> they, they bought their first kit and they want you to try and critique it and every little way they possibly can but it's still fun yeah, it's still good it does get fun. i mean you got i want to back up for a sec because you uh you said you guys were going to school up in the bronx how'd you guys meet how'd yeah. you guys get together uh well so we actually met at school we were um we both went to fordham and we were studying um we were both studying art um right. Studio art and architecture, um, and then you know we we had a couple of classes together, but didn't actually we we didn't didn't really get together until uh, we ran into each other after college, and then we're like, oh hey, uh, 
remember you from class. You know? <laughs> hey, I so, know you. Hey, I'm the guy that used to be in the bushes watching you all the time. <laughs> Pretty much. You remember me. You're all right. <laughs> I, I expressed to you guys at Hopscotch when we were hanging out, uh, Pete and I's uh, complete and utter fails on homebrewing and uh, the introduction of Beer Maker into our world just made things a little easier. Uh, Pete, you want to give your two cents if they heard my rant of how much I dislike the homebrewing uh, experience? <laughs> I just like it so much, I didn't even open the package of a uh, homebrewing kit that my wife got me for Father's Day one year. <laughs> That's how much I disliked it. So. See, that was a lot of fun you had there. You put the box in the corner and you left it and you did something I, as, else. Yeah. That's how much free time I have right? as a parent. You see that. <laughs> so, Gunsy, tell us about your homebrewing experience. Um, you know, starting off, were you starting when you guys were up in the Bronx or did you start when you came out here? Where, where did that kind of come about? We were like kind of in Brooklyn when all of these craft breweries were like and bars were starting to happen and like there were still holes in the wall. Mm, and yeah. yeah, we got a home brewing kit and we made a lot of really pretty beer for a really long time. <laughs> and you yeah. drank it. Yeah. I think you got me um it was like the Brooklyn, you know. At home brew kit. Oh yeah, like, the Brooklyn brew oh, kit. Shit, yeah. yeah, for my birthday. Yeah, and we did that and made like, you know, made a crappy beer and we're like, well, like maybe if we learn a little bit more about this, we can make make it better. Like, because you know, we found with with that kit in particular, and with these kits, you know, it kind of just says, oh, do this, then do that. It doesn't really s explain why you're doing anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like oh i don't understand why this didn't and... come out well they told yeah. me how to do it <laughs> yeah so um and you know what to and... be honest with you the brooklyn home brew kit and from what i because i had one and i did it it was probably at to that point the most realistic experience because you are doing a work you are doing those things there's no uh as, as far as i remember it's all green oh wow. um <laughs> and you were actually going through the real process in a very small capacity but mm -hmm. it had that that element of you felt like you were actually brewing, not just like hot water, pour in the syrup, <laughs> let it sit, pitch the yeast, let it sit, got beer. I'm like, wait a second, what just happened here? Brewing these tablets. It's that easy? I could do this. And then, yeah, it leads to uh, you know falsities of what it actually is. The Brooklyn Beer Kit, to me, was one of the first ones that actually made sense and, and really held uh, a lot more of my interest. But then, you know, we, we were talking, you know, with the sanitization and everything going on, it that is where everything kind of halts for me because if you make one <laughs> bad move in that kitchen, Dunskies for the beer. So, yeah. what did you guys learn along your home brewing experience? Like we did, like I learned that I hate it. Um, what did you guys learn? And that you rather buy it, uh, buy it's it, and so much it. easier. Oh, so much easier. It's great. <laughs> I enjoy everyone else's fruits that. of labor. Sure. Uh, what did you guys? What was yeah. the big takeaways from that home brewing experience? We were just like, if we don't brew perfect beer that we want to drink like what's the point of doing this like yeah. that really kept us motivated to keep going and keep trying and i think i we cook a lot so like we understand and i think with like design and stuff you understand that like a lot of effort and practice goes into like getting that perfect product and mm. so i think that um that kind of perfectionism that's been ingrained in us professionally kind of started to come out in the home brewing process. And a lot of times uh, we were like, architecture hours are pretty long. So we were coming yeah. home on like Friday nights and then 
homebrewing until like two o'clock in the morning and like running across <laughs> the bodega and buying bags of ice and like filling up the bathtub and then putting in our like we're living in a tiny apartment. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, that's why you but, need beer maker. Yeah, beer maker. B e e r m k r. And then we we're like making the beer and then just like. It would sit in our fridge, and then we'd like throw it out. Steve, I think yeah. our neighbors in two A are making toilet wine. <laughs> yeah. Something's going yeah. on. Yeah, we yeah. like you know wait wait for it to ferment, then then there was still a bottle conditioning, so it'd be like five weeks, and then you pop one. It's like oh, this is just a early. <laughs> so it was not so. worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a couple of pictures recently online uh, of uh, carboys exploding. Have you seen some of those? Oh, no. Not exploding Mighty outward, but upward. Just, uh, yeah. And just, just stout on the ceiling and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. The, the, the worst. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, you know, we, as we upped our game, you know, our you know most recent um, homebrew setup is, you know, we were fermenting in glass carboys. Um and it was just always, you know, you read about these horror stories more than, you know, a, a clogged um, airlock or something, you know, just them falling or and like cutting your leg off. Oh, murder. Carnage. Carnage. You walk in, the dog's limping. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not oh, again. No. God. Where's the beer? You know, like, stupidly doing, like, pressure transfers out of them. So yeah. it's very dangerous. Oh, like, boy. I'm always like, oh, this thing's about to blow up. And, like, yeah, murder is like, us. like, duck. <laughs> How many like, safety goggles Remember when you were through? a kid and you'd worry about, like, getting stuck in quicksand as an adult? Like, that was a fear you had? Yeah. Did you ever think, like, well, I'll grow up and I'll worry about, like, a car boy cutting my leg <laughs> 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 How did Gunner die? Shrapnel from off. a cowboy. Oh God. Well, listen. I, obviously, you made big uh, strides to 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 up your game a little bit. So you're in. Uh, you were in the Brooklyn area when you guys were doing that, right? Yeah. Well, and then and then we, when we moved out here as well, um, we kind of uh, yeah we we really upped our game actually when we moved out here. We because we had like a little more space. We had a, a little basement. Um, so we could really, you know, get uh, get some proper uh, temperature control going sure. and get like, little bigger batches going. Um, so, what yeah. kind of system were you guys working on? We have a like a little three kettle um, gas powered, you know, outdoor. Cool. Um, yeah. Couple pumps. Yeah, it, it worked. Great. Yeah, it was yeah. great. We loved it. But uh, what were some of the first brews you did when you guys came out here and were working off that three kettle system? And do any of them still exist today in the larger format? Yeah, yeah, actually. So like we over since August, we've pretty much been brewing our favorite beers that we kind of kept on brewing and honing in on this system. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so the Hellas is pretty much a, a scaled up exact version of a beer we brewed many times in that system. Yeah, the Schwarz beer. The Schwarz beer is the same. Um, and then our IPAs, uh, and we can get into this a little more when we talk about the beers, but um, the it's in the IPAs that we've kind of seen the most more variance uh, in scaling up between uh, going from the, the homebrew system into the beer system. Um, so we've kind of, we've, been 
iterating on our IPAs and kind of tweaking them to to suit um, the the large system that we're right. brewing at uh, at Ubergeek. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's talk about that because you guys went from that home brewing system and you guys kind of dialed in some good recipes. Uh, the Hell's mm-hmm. is delicious, by the way, and we'll get yes. into like you said the things later. Um, Thank you. But you kind of went on this um, this idea that it's time to move to the next level. Yeah. Um, what 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 was that yeah, deciding we, factor? When, when did you guys both go? All right, we we need to do this like for real now. We kind of so like that was part of the reason that we started brewing. We I grew up in Springs, and my dad has an auto body shop, and he's mm-hmm. always kind of talked about retiring and like what will happen with the shop because I'm not going into auto body. And, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, but like, you know, would an artist take it over as like a fabrication studio? Mm. And which well, like my kind of asked me about, and I like kept on being like, hmm, it should be a brewery. Yeah. And yeah, then I got Gunnar on board with that idea. Yeah. And then... <laughs> well, uh, and with the architecture <laughs> background, whatever space it is, you guys are going to be able to build what you want to build i would assume right i mean that's kind of why the angle you're looking at it at. yeah 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 and so um a couple years ago or yeah about a year ago year and a half ago my dad uh was finally talking about retiring and i think they they didn't understand how serious we were about the brewery (laughs) and so we decided to move in with them and show them how serious <laughs> <laughs> by yeah. taking over their basement and their garage and yeah. turning it into our little beer experimentation yeah. lab and like putting pen to paper and making it happen. Yeah. So yeah. that's, it's been a little bit of a crazy. Now, was that a conversation you had with, like you sat down, like, listen, we're serious about this. We want the auto body shop. We're going to brew beer and we're going to show you how serious we are. Is that really like an honest conversation at a dinner table you having? It was like like us like dropping lots of hints. And <laughs> <laughs> more straightforward. Hey, and Dad, then, you want a beer? Yeah, you try this one. <laughs> it's really good, right? And then you like hear your parents like still talking about like selling the shop or something. And then you're like, okay, I don't understand how much more serious. Like, you just yell from the living room. Ah, uh, brewery. It's going to be a brewery. Yeah, I think they they finally come around. My dad they refer to us as the brewery sometimes. So it's cool. It's like really awesome. Living with them, we don't live with them anymore, but living with them at first, like my dad, they're they both drink like Peroni and like they were You weren't you weren't able to to like Get them over to the dark side. Well, yet? I think that's probably well, so why they were yeah. Yeah. drinking. Now they are. Like, ah, okay, okay. Yeah. If they brew like, lagers, they like will come. Ideas. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's got to be the the end of the uh, enthusiasm behind the Hellas. I mean, it's like, hey, you like Peroni? Try this Hellas. Check this out. Right. Yeah. That was you know that was kind of what how we our angle you know we started <laughs> the angle lagers and we're like here you know this is like your peroni and then uh, and then also try this IPA and, like, uh, <laughs> and uh, by yeah. the way pop you can have all the beer you want you never had to buy you never had to buy any again yeah. <laughs> it's funny too now he like he has our kegerator and he's like could I get another keg of lagers <laughs> <laughs> anymore yeah. so it's like yeah. Oh, he, he uses the line. Well, if you want the shop, yeah, I'm gonna need another. Keg. Remember, I gave you that shop, right? Remember <laughs> yeah. that. Where's my keg? Where's my, give me my keg. <laughs> um. So, so you guys are you guys in in, in uh, um? I guess a point of this whole process 
that you have the shop and you're starting or where are we at in that whole kind of long journey that you're about to embark on to, to be a brick and mortar out there? Um, so we're, we're kind of working right now, you know, we're, um, working on the, the design showing preliminary plan to the town kind of working on getting, you know, all our kind of permits and get getting together like a plan, um, that works for the space that the, and the zoning and, and all of the kind of requirements. Um, so that's, um, so that's kind of the process that we're in right now. Um, right, right and, now, uh, what what licensing do you guys have? Uh, for for brewing, we're just wholesale. yeah, we just have our you know wholesale license that allows us to contract brew. Um, so no no kind of license for the actual future location yet. Uh, farm microbrewery or uh farm, farm? Yeah. Well, okay yeah that's kind of our or yeah, well, that's kind of their thing because they're going to do sustainability oh, kind of stuff so right. they probably you got a number of uh hop yards out there oh, and a yeah. lot of yeah. grain in new york in general so you'll yeah. probably you'll probably end up better so the the current brews again without getting into detail because we're going to break them down later how how much of new york state uh ingredients do you have in your current brews um, right now we kind of focus specific beers for, for the New York, uh, to feature New York ingredients. Okay. Um, none of these ones feature that many, unfortunately. Okay. Um, our Kolsch was, uh, pretty much a hundred percent, New York. So that was, and that we loved that beer. That was a great, um, I think that's the other one I had. I had the, uh, the IPA, the green label, and then I've oh, yeah. had the Kolsch before, Kolsch before. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and that one had uh, citrus from New Jersey. And then our friend Greg has um, the Hoppy Acre, which is a hop farm in Amagansett. So we've been mm -hmm. helping uh, with his hops and harvested all of the hops oh, cool. um, this past fall. And so oh, that's fun. That's a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the first day it's real fun. After that, it's not so much. Just wear gloves. That's it. Wear gloves. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, so those hops were um, featured in our our pale ale, sandy loam. Um, so yeah, you know that kind of sourcing of ingredients is super important to us, um, and we want it to be you know meaningful uh, contribution to the beer. <clears throat> well, Sorry, we just, I, we I, just, I'm, I'm setting up Instagram, so Stephen, take it away. <laughs> or we, Peter, we we just uh, <laughs> cracked this uh, the black lager. Um, yep, I'm behind. Yeah, this Schwartz <laughs> and. Uh, Mm -mm -mm -mm. We are we are very particular, all three of us, uh, to black lagers, black IPAs. So if you want to whip out a black IPA, you know, in the near future, we will uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow they'll be doing black we will IPAs. Definitely, definitely <laughs> be buying some of that from you. Um, it's you know it's great to see um, that a couple of you know the offerings that you guys have right now. You do have you know uh, you, crispy boys. Well, yes, the crispy boys. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a nice, you know, just the four cans that we, the, that we have, uh, I'd like the, you know, it's, it's a good representation of uh, what you guys are probably going to be doing. Um, and we're only into the second one right now, but so far so good. Yeah. Um, Thank you so, much. Yeah. so you guys are working on like plans and stuff like that. Does the town, uh, have all the check boxes you need for a brewery, water supply, sewage drainage, uh, disposal, sanitation, stuff like that? Um, those are all still questions we're working through, you know. Um, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of moving parts right now. Um, so 
Yeah, the kind of only precedent out here is is Montauk's taproom. And I think typically no no spaces out here go from being uh, not wet use to wet use. So I think it's a little bit of an uphill battle, but the town's been really supportive. I think they want to see more local kids coming back and starting things. And so the kind of reception that we've been getting has been really positive. Well, let's, let's, let's hope so because sometimes you get, you know, those older that have been on the town board for a long time and they don't want to budge for anything. Well, they're not changing their mind. Yeah, right. For sure. They it's, don't want to budge. They're like, oh, this is the way it's been done. Well, how about let's not do it that way What's anymore? The, the, the township is Springs? It's a, a hamlet within the town of East Hampton. So it's East Hampton. Okay. All right. yeah. I don't know if you're going to have too much pushback out there. I think you probably would have already heard rumblings of that. So it may be yeah. an easy go. And, and what, do you, what do you, Lindsay, what do your parents say about the town? Is it something that would probably open arms, accept and everything? It's known as the town of no, but we got a <laughs> resounding yes <laughs> during our first uh, town planning meeting. It, it's only no when it doesn't come to beer. It's like, can we have scooters? No. Yeah. yeah. Can we have segways? Yeah. No. But can we have beer? Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't know with a lot of beer. Yeah, well, you know what, too? It's, it's, it's not like you guys are opening a you know 10,000 square foot facility. Those are the ones they don't want to see. They don't want to see these big monstrosities that they feel that it's going to impact one traffic. Um, and it's going to be a noise uh, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, the noise where tends to be where you guys, you know, you're going to be smaller. You're going to be more um, hyper local, mm-hmm. as, as I like to say, and mm-hmm. and you know, more of a community thing where the locals could all come in and and it's, it's not far from their homes and enjoy some you know really good beer that you guys are going to be putting out. So hopefully they look at it that way and. Yeah. Uh, because townships, it's they're usually the worst. Well, they also have the, to see the, the economic growth. The government, you know, people are going to go out uh, on a, a beer tour. They're going to hit that South Fork, and that's going to be their stop. And when they stop into this nice little hamlet, they'll bring, you know, people to the bars, the restaurants, and other places like that. Which tourism in in the on season, you know, sure. spring, summer, fall, that's a big deal for a lot of these hamlets. That's where they make their money. And you know, the Hamptons really don't need uh, much money, of that, yeah. right? Money, but. You know, maybe a town, like a small hamlet might. Maybe they say, like, the village, you know, especially after these last two years, you know, could use a little boost in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, you know, that's exactly right. You know, the the small community space that's, you know, it's about the beer. That's exactly what we're trying to do. You know, not some huge place. It's not some gigantic, you know event space it's really a small place um a community space where where people can get together and and um you know have and just to back that up you guys are selling your beer um you know at out of uh the well the distribution is happening out of the springs general store right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's that's exactly right um there yeah christy at the general store has been so nice and supportive and um yeah we're basically you know selling the majority of our beer um out of out of that store um and it's great you know it's great we for her we you know it's great for us it it seems to be a great um great working relationship and you know the springs general store is this amazing it's been there for hundreds of years and it's it's just this amazing old general store it's like you know it's so cool (laughs) it's it's a nice relationship because now you guys can start um, getting your brand out there uh, to the local community as people stop by. And, you know, you might have a table set up for, for tastings or whatever it is. 
and you might have you know some of the distribution out of the store. It it get it's like a preface to what's coming, and it'll get people excited for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. And I think like yeah, it's kind of like a misconception a lot of times that like the Hamptons is all like super bougie and and I think that's kind of taken hold for like a lot of the spaces out here yeah and so there aren't really like a lot of spaces that you can go to and have like a chill good beer that's affordable and that you feel comfortable in and I think you know for me growing up in Springs and then Springs has always been kind of this like working class kind of um yeah it's like a blue collar town kind of thing yeah yeah and like it's also been a hub for a lot of creative people like artists and stuff and so i think that we want to like really bring all of those facets of the history of springs together in one place that feels really inclusive and you know, accessible to to everyone. Yeah, and not too many people have heard of the the Hamlet uh, as no, as you yeah. call it. Yeah, I, I, when I heard Springs, I'm like, oh, it's got to be upstate. And then I started I looking thought. on the Instagram and went, oh no, it's definitely right here on Long Island. And I'm like, where is this? And so I don't think too many people know about it. So also, it then highlights the town as the the name of the brewery. Um, it gives them a location to kind of associate it with. And like you said, the vibe of the town is got that more laid back art feel, which uh, again, people will travel, uh, some distance for that vibe outside of, you know, the, the, uh, hustle and bustle of the bougie Hamptons. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. so you're in the midst of, uh, that, that whole, you know, ordeal of putting together the brewery, what are the things you're looking for? What are the check boxes? What are you thinking about for, uh, um, equipment and what is going to be your main focus when you guys uh, start to open up? I think right now we're kind of bouncing around. Yeah, we're kind of you know we're we're still we haven't kind of finalized the, the exact uh, setup we want. But, take your you know, time. Take yeah. your time. <laughs> we're looking day, at we're about like, like a ten ten barrel system. Okay. Um, you know we want we want to be able to to meet demand, but you know we want to keep it. Um, on the smaller side as well, we want to, our tap room, you know, is, is going to be a very small, um, not very small, but you know, a, a cozy place. Um, I so, so wanna, I'm going to suggest maybe a pond out in the back with otters. Otters? <laughs> I love otters. I do. That's the somebody, thing, guys. Somebody Steve needs loves to, otters. Somebody needs to bring otters and they'll have just them run in, away. They don't want to hang no, out they will, there. They, I, if I'm there, they will hang out. I'm if telling you, maybe they like beer. You don't know that. <laughs> you see that? Thank you, Peter. We actually don't know that. You're right. I, I, I want to see if we can conduct a study. I'm, I I want to. I, and then we'll see if otters truly do like some sort of beer form. It might be alcoholics. And, and I'm going to wind up wiping them out. Know. I'm going to wipe Maybe them out. Maybe they want spent green otter, spent green otter treats. See? Oh, spent green doggy treats. See that? Which my dog just ate up like crazy. Love those uh, spent green dog treats. So good. Uh, do you guys have beer a- beer maker. Yes. Do you get- do you, do you guys have um, ideas like that? Are you going to kind of look for, you know, like spent grain going to uh, farms, dairy farms? I know there's a lot of cheese places out east. Uh, things that are on your mind as like mm, things you want to kind of direct your uh, attention to? Yeah, definitely farms. Uh, one of our friends started a pasta company and another one started a um, bread company. And they've been interested in kind of incorporating the spent grain into their oh, products. We do a bunch of farm projects, and so I think we could definitely see that farm connection. 
It, one of the good things. Please tell guys... me more about spent grain and pasta. Two of the things that make me. <laughs> it's interesting, like the way it... I am. <laughs> what with COVID? No, his <laughs> carbohydrate life. That's oh, what yeah. Was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, if you guys I don't exactly know how that would work. Yeah, yeah. People... let them do that. They're I the know, pasta makers. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't really impart that much. The tricky thing is, like, after you make a beer, all of kind of the nutrients the flavor the sugars have been stripped from the yeah. the malt so then your the spent grain doesn't really add too much it is really spent just grain like, yeah i don't know spent grain linguini i don't maybe you <laughs> instead of squinting linguini you do schwartz beer linguini yeah. Yeah. now we're talking yeah we are talking it would go nice with a fine chiante and a little uh <laughs> fava beans fava beans i got those like squid ink pastas except with uh yeah, yeah schwartz beer yes i like it um, I, I had a, a great question and you guys started to become funny again. So I, I laughed and forgot all about it. Sorry, Stephen and Peter. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the idea though, of, of what you guys are going to be doing, you, you, like Steve said, just take your time with it because you want to do it right. You don't want to have to go backwards and, you know, redo things very quickly because a lot of your money and time is going to be wrapped up into just getting it off. Uh, do you have an idea of, of the first few beers you want to brew when you get into the space? I know, again, it's a, a ways off, but like, what would be that one beer that you're like, oh, that's got to be the first one on the board? Hell is... Black Lager, Black IPA. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we, we try to like take a really like cyclical view of our beers. And so like right now, we're thinking that we would open the beginning of next summer, I feel like that will definitely get pushed back, in which case it'd probably put us in... Kolsch and like pale ales, mm-hmm. but then if we're looking at fall, it's definitely going to be the hellism. The first Parker. one's going to be a pumpkin beer. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to have it. It's, it's going to be a pumpkin with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of rim on it. Well, they are out in the uh, the forks where they I, grow a lot of pumpkins, so it's going to be very do. easy to find they as much do. pumpkin as possible. Um, yes. So you guys, uh, you know, obviously, you got, let's back up just a little bit. Um, you guys have been contracting uh, with Rob out of Uber Geek. Tell us about how that relationship started and kind of how it's all been flowing. Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's been a great relationship. Uh, we just, you know, we reached out to him as soon as we got the, you know, our SLA permit. Uh, we were looking for for a, a brewery to contract that. We reached out to Rob um, and we brought him, you know, some of our, some of our home brews that we had been working on. I thought you were going to say spent grain. That was bad. <laughs> so, have you seen this stuff? Yeah, you see the spent grain? Shit. Well, you can make pasta with this stuff. Yeah. You can do anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking baby food. Rob would need yeah. that more than anything. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Go. Oh, man. Rob, I'm on it. I got it. I'll get two scientists on it tomorrow. Spent grain baby food. Mm. It could be squash. Uh, That'll go yeah, well, so right? Yeah. Uh, taste showed him some of our beers and talked a little bit about, um, you know, our, our approach to making beer. And, um, you know, he's just, uh, the most knowledgeable person, um, back, you know, in the brew house. So he's, you know, he knows, he knows his system so well and, um, you know, and he's super accommodating. He's a chill dude. Yeah. He's He's a chill dude. He knows what he's doing. So like everything, you know, that, 
that we cared about, you know, we could, you know, we're there the whole time on brew day and we're kind of, you know, the whole time it's a, it's a dialogue. We're telling him what, what we want to keep our eye on, what we want to check, what's important to us about this, uh, this brew, what's important in each, you know, each step of the way. And, and he can, he can do it. You know, he, he accommodates pretty much every, uh, every little detail that we yeah. fuss over. So uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, Rob was like the, like, I don't know, there was just a lot of synergy there when we met and like, he, I think for us coming from design backgrounds and potentially being overbearing and very controlling, <laughs> he like understood why and appreciates mm -hmm. that. And like, there's a real like collaborative dialogue there that I, I think that we, we were so happy, like when we found him because we, we were checking out other places and it, it all kind of just worked out. And also... Driving to Riverhead is much closer. Oh, yeah, it's just a little bit. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, the other potentials. Uh, you mentioned GSB, and it was just way too much to, to like, start out. What was what, what barrels were they telling you you were going to do? What was the uh, capacity? Uh, so, it, yeah, GSB, you know, there's a 30-barrel. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so at, at Rob's, we're doing the 7-barrel, which um, – which, you know, is kind of the perfect size for us right cool. now. Steve, um, how many cases is 30 barrel? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're talking uh, several pallets worth. Several pallets. Oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And where do you go with that? <laughs> yeah, where do you put that? <laughs> a big ingredient yeah. bill, too. That's oh, a big yes. green bill to... Yeah, sure. to Oh yeah, yeah. When but, you're just getting started out. But the right. best yeah. part is probably they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll start you out small in the thirty barrel. <laughs> we're not going to put you in the ninety <laughs> barrel or the hundred and twenty barrel. We'll fit yeah. you in between the. We'll uh, give you the smaller one, the, the thirty, the, the Hell's Kitchen seltzer uh, <laughs> yeah. rounds. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. I, I was I was telling you guys, I walked through GSB and uh, I saw maybe five or six pallets of the same uh, Hell's Kitchen flavor, just one flavor. It was five pallets in a row, and I went, "Well, wow, what are you gonna do with right. all this? Where is it all going?" And obviously, it's going across country. Oh, that's the only the first half. They already shipped the other. Right, half, <laughs> they, half, they, half, well, they fulfilled their quota. Distro. <laughs> they, from what I had when talking to Paulie about it, supposedly they've done over a hundred pallets already. Hundred pallets? Yeah. Holy wow. crap! That five pallets was their low fills, Mike. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> five pallets of low fills. The one, the one thing, if you remember what Greg was saying, uh, they uh, they get to sell it at at right at Great Sub Bay. Right, they get to so, out of there. That's oh, true. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's a hell of a so so obviously, guys. Great South Bay was a non-starter with thirty barrels. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then they offered you Paul over a ghost, a good buddy of ours, but it's still the capacity, right? Was just a little too much for what you guys are willing to jump into. Yeah. yeah. Even and there, like, a, he has, like, a 15-barrel brewhouse, yep. well, yeah, right? 15, yeah. Yeah. It was really, like, the refrigeration issue was huge yeah. for us. Like, we didn't, even if we did the 30 or the 15, like, we were about to say, sign on to do that. Like, mm -hmm. and then, like, the next day, Rob like mirac or miraculously like responded to oh, us. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It really was a, a yeah, miracle. Yeah. And then Rob also has like refrigeration that we can use. So I am Uber Geek. I am here to work. save you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. So obviously it was a perfect match because of their capacity, their ability to store for you, your ability to go in and kind of do that self distro as you guys have been doing. 
Um, mm-hmm. So the brew process, as you guys are going in there, are you very hands-on? Are you there each day the brews are being done? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, that's something that's, that's super important to us, you know, just, you know, we trust, we totally would trust Rob if we wanted to do the kind of hands-off approach, but, you know, we're kind of... Um, kind of control freaks, uh, and kind of obsess over small things that, um, you know, yeah. Uh, well, also you're going to have to I do this yourself eventually. I would not want to be their contractor when they get a contractor to start building out their place. Oh, with the actual <laughs> auto body. They've, they've they're they're going to design it. They've they, the mentioned that do what they say. They've mentioned that they're control freaks about nine times yes, in this well, conversation. Uh, and they're actually scaring me a little bit. Now. Well, I, thank God you're not a contractor. No, I am so happy. I'm not. Mason, I'll just, drink the hell out of their beer. If, if, if anyone we know is listening to this right now, they're probably like, wow, at least they recognize yes. that. Yes, you own up to it, which is the first sign you're on your way to redemption in that regard. I, uh, I, I know a lot of good contractors, but I'm sure there's some out there. You guys have people lined up already interviewing people, finding out what people are thinking about the space and whatnot? Um, we're not quite there yet, but yeah. we, have, we have a bunch of uh, contacts we know. Who are, so yeah. once we get there, we'll... Once you pull that trigger. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're locked in. Right. Once they start demo, you're like, it's it's <laughs> happening. And they're putting the drains in. Yeah, and here we go. Oh, here we go. When yeah. they're knocking out the floor. Oh, Peter, yeah. Peter, I can't put you on now. I was going to put us up for a second. Um, so, I mean, that whole relationship with Rob, obviously, is working very well. Uh, the first brew day, you know, were you nervous? What, what was going through your mind? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we were so yeah totally nervous, excited. Um I think it happened to be Lindsay's birthday, July 27th. Yeah, it, was, it was so um, hot. It was, wow. yeah, it was so hot. Uh, there's hot. nothing better than a hot, steamy day in the brew house. <laughs> <laughs> we started at like, you know, 5 a.m. So like, so we had to get up at like 3. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only uh, get dirty and shower by 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was a great day. Um, the, the brew day, you know, went off uh, without a hitch. We had a couple kind of random things that day but um but yeah no it, it was great um because you know we didn't know at that time still we didn't know rob too well we didn't know exactly you know how the process was gonna go um and it just you know it really gave us a lot of confidence in that um in brewing with him there um you made the right choice and, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so it was great so yeah we instant we pretty much instantly then like booked the next brew day which was just like a couple of weeks after that um and we you know we've been brewing regularly there uh ever since so. how many so how many total beers have you guys done at uber geek so far uh i think eight. nine eight or nine yeah. wow. oh shit a lot wow. of labels already yeah cool and yeah. the hell is we did uh, 14 barrel. Yeah, we did a double batch. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, smart move. Smart. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, good yeah. move. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Good yeah. move. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we, that's nice because uh, it's only just like lagering and getting cleaner. You know, we still have a decent amount left, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's just getting, uh, just hitting its stride. I feel like it's about uh, it's it's delicious. a couple months old now. Yeah. No, it's yeah. delicious. It's perfect. Don't change then, it. Whatever you did, don't change it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Do you have the a preference of, of any styles that you like to brew, or? Uh... Hey, that's my questions. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's no. from. No, well, that, that's no, Steve's no, fourth question. Wait, what's my fourth question? <laughs> that's another whole bit. We have a whole segment <laughs> devoted to that. Um, the question is, what was that first brew you brewed with uh, him? Was it the Kolsch or was it the uh, IPA? 
It was an IPA. Yeah. Okay. Arafusa yeah. was the first one. That was a smart move. Come out with an IPA first. Just to put yeah. yourself on the map. Why? Why wouldn't you come out with like a, you know, I don't know. Puddle water? Yeah. Yeah, like we did. <laughs> well, that beer yeah, was you know, we love, unique you know, into so its we, own. We love brewing IPAs, and then we love brewing the kind of more traditional lagers, and, and we love having that kind of balance and dialogue. And, and you know, the um, the lagers we is, is a little more of, of kind of mainstay and seasonal. Um, and and then the IPAs, we, we're really taking this iterative approach Um so the first brew, the first IPA was Arethusa, which you know we brewed in in August, and we haven't brewed that again. We've brewed you know like any, four other IPAs since then. Any other styles uh, besides those, you know, those ones, the IPAs, the Hells, the the uh, Schwarz, uh, anything like any stouts, any Belgians? No, we have a really good stout recipe, but. It was actually funny when we brewed Totog, everyone was like, ooh, Schwarz beer. Like, you're going to be sitting on that one for a while. And, Your and ass. They don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Freaking it all. We were done with that one Dirks. by Christmas. So nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As you so, should be, because it's delicious, by the way. We're, we're into that one now. And, and yeah. well, here's, and here's the thing, too. When people say that, they just... they. They don't know any better. If Sour the beer, grapes? If the beer, well, and if the beer is good, yeah. it will sell. Yes, correct. If the right. beer isn't good and you're holding on to it, then they were right. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> they, they were right. <laughs> and, uh, Time to move on. It's yeah. uh, a ghost. There is way too many breweries. Another IPA on the docket. Bro, Put it on schedule. There are way too many times I'll see breweries and all of a sudden they're like, hey, we got a sale on these cans. Uh, you can get, you know, a four pack for like eight bucks mm-hmm. now. And it's like. Why? Why? Why all of a sudden are you? Because yeah, it's, it's getting <laughs> it's getting to that point yeah. where you have to move it or you, you dump it. it. Yeah, move it or lose right. it. Yep, yep. Right. Um. So uh, the first beer was an IPA, but since then you've had uh, seven other labels. Um. What do you see as the the next few labels coming up? I, I usually ask this at the end, but what are the what it's in the tanks right now? What do you have as the next kind of release? Because we we have the double IPA. We'll get into that later, which was your most recent release. What's the next one on the schedule? Uh, we're going to actually brew Lazy Lightning again. Ah, good. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, in, on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So we're brewing uh, Lazy Lightning again, which okay. which was, um, uh, you know, an IPA. And we can we talk about it yeah, then. But, that's the next one up we have here. So it'll be perfect yeah, timing when we get into uh, that. It was just, you know, a, a big hit. We loved it. Everyone loved it. Um, and we're like, and, you know, when we brewed that, we're the whole time we're kind of like this, maybe this is going to be like our first, like somewhat flagship um, kind of IPA. And, and we really kind of think it has that uh, ability to be, to be that kind of um, around a lot of the time. So that's kind of where we see we that. And then, and so we're brewing that um, Wednesday. Then we've got a, a brew schedule lined up um, for the next several months. Um, we have a Pilsner that mm. our um, friend has a farm on the North Fork, and he uh, grew some barley that we had malted. Kanzella? So that will be going in probably after Lazy Ooh, Lightning. Yeah, we're super excited to brew that uh, with uh, our friend uh, Treber Farms up on the North Fork. Cool. His barley that that he grew and and harvested, which is super cool. Um, 
And then, yeah, you know, as we go into the summer months, we want to brew some some kind of lighter lighter styles. We're going to bring back our Kolsch. Um, yep. We brewed it um, in October. We're going to brew that a little earlier on, so it's a real summer refresher. Um, and then we want to, we kind of want to transition as, as it gets warmer, transition away, kind of not away altogether from the double IPAs, but kind of more towards the the lighter pale ales, um, but in that same, in our same kind of IPA style. Um, yeah, you got to have that lawnmower beer, man. Yeah, you got to have yeah. that you summer have, crusher. Yep. Yeah. That one there when it's, it's hot or you're out on the boat or you're, you're just by the water and you just need something that's not going to mess you up, but you could drink a ton of it. Mm. Makes me yeah. miss summer right now. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Cold and rainy out. <laughs> oh, you know what passed right through my head just now was just yeah. a little tiny juicy. Yeah. Having a little tiny little juicy tiny. outside in the just backyard. Something, by the something pool. to wet the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to really quickly say hello to a bunch of people on Instagram that were checking in. Uh, Long Island, L-I-B-M-E, uh, uh Hand Grenades uh, was checking in. Uh, Heatmeister Brews, uh, buddy of Rob Oberage, Superstar, uh, said uh, thanks for the fiddens fightens. Mm-hmm. That I gave to them to try out, um, but they also uh, he also it really enjoys the way you guys are doing things. Appreciates you guys coming into the store and like checking on the freshness, checking to make sure that everything is the way you intended it to be. As you're trying to sell your beer and get the brand out there, it, he said it's all you know part and parcel of being you know that uh, quality control check that not everyone does and not everyone can do in a way. I guess if you're you know, upstate or if you're in the, the upper part of New York or something like that, it's tough to come down to a local spot. But you guys, you know, doing that quality control is a big deal. Have you gone around and done that to all the places you guys have distributed to? Yeah, we, d- we don't really distribute. Uh, well, self, self and wide drops. Yeah. <laughs> right. Joey Bruzo checking in. Checking in, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Joey? So, yeah, we try to kind of keep it. We try to put it in the hands of people we trust and you know what that it's it's funny when i had first opened the the brewery that was i handpicked and you're not really supposed to do this but i kind of handpicked where i wanted my beer to go right i wanted (laughs) it to go to a place that's going to appreciate it is going to treat it well is going to have knowledge that when people go to drink it they're going to be able beforehand go you might want to try this this has notes of this this has notes of that and you know, they're not going to sell it past its prime. They, you know, they will either let you know and tell you, hey, look, you know, we're coming up on, you know, the end of this beer. What do you want me to do with it? Or, And and you guys starting out like the way you are, you kind of, you, you can do that. You know, you can kind of pick and choose where you want it to go. And, and I mean, the, the, people, prime, the people it's going to reach. The prime spot is on the top shelf underneath the heater, right? Well, yeah, it's perfect. Exactly yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even joking. No, the very, Especially if it's in front of the window, right? <laughs> that very first beer, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super important. Something that's super important to us, and and yeah, it's great. You know, being being this kind of small and and it, being able to kind of really just just distribute to a sure. few places and being able to go and check in on it and. And kind of, um, you know, swap out some of the stuff, uh, some of the older stuff if it's not moving. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, because because you know, there's so many great beers out there right now that, you know, we don't we want to make sure that if someone buys our beer uh, because it, you know, it is, it's not super cheap. You know, craft beer you pay a premium for a, a craft beer and and you want to try it and 
and we, you know, we need it to be in its best, um, in its best state for that. And, and we don't want to. And, and you don't want to get lost on the shelf either. You right. know, exactly. you, yeah. you want somebody that's going to kind of push your brand, so to speak for you. Um, mm-hmm. Especially once they see that you are, you're not a, a brewery that dumps it off and, and you know, whatever, we're not checking on it. Just sell it yeah. for us. Um, you'd be surprised. A, a lot of the home D's, a lot of the guys that all, you know, have these places. They like, they like when somebody comes in and actually speaks with them and tells them, you know, or or checks on their product. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, majority of time it's it's here. Here it is. Here's your cases. Here's your you know your kegs and yeah. uh, you know move go, along. Yeah, move along. Shift along. So uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a good thing to start out with. You you always want to make a a good first impression. Cause... Really quick, just a bunch of people checking in. Uh, so uh, I guess uh, Marge Rhodes. I guess uh, Joe Joey Bruzo saying Joey. he knows your farmer friend. We'll find out a little more about that later. I guess. Uh, Gammon on the gram, Peter. It's your uh, cousin. Hi, cousin. Your cousin's checking nah. in. She says hi. Uh, <laughs> Devin uh, Richard, I guess. Uh, Lucy Ann London saying hello to everyone on Instagram right now. Checking hello. in. I'm now borrowing uh, Steve's phone so I can check it because my phone's sitting up on a stand over here. On a stick. Um, I want to get. I want to. I have to say goodbye to Instagram. Instagram is two things you need to know. Number one, we are in uh, full video and uh, audio over on the Gov's radio podcast so just go to gov's comedy club podcast on facebook or uh youtube and uh continue watching over there we're gonna uh shut the instagram down in just a minute because we have a segment coming up that i need my phone for oh um and uh also if anyone likes to call in i i failed to mention this at the top of the show but call in you could have a chance to win a prize pack we have prize packs to give away we have for the there's last a prize pack days. there's a pr- you can't win it no peter, peter. god damn it <laughs> By the uh, way, he was only spent green, so I, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's a bag of spent green. <laughs> bag of spent green, bro. So it's I think you already have some. Linguini. Yes. And, of Linguini. Yes. If you do yes. check us out in the full uh, video format on YouTube and Facebook, uh, you could see the phone number at the bottom of the screen, but the phone number is 516-465-3990. And by the way, Lucy Ann's uh, uh, texting and saying, uh, Drinking Devil's Whisper, thank you for helping me make such a delicious beer, Peter, uh, Stephen, rather. We will talk to you about I that. I make it. Uh, I, I know have you. nothing to do with that. Um, you had to spend green Mr. Can't Be President <laughs> joined in. Uh, listen, guys, on Instagram, we're going to get out of here for just a minute, and we'll come back on Instagram in a little bit, and uh, we'll get back to any of your questions that you might have through that, as well as our phone number, 516-465-3990. Full video and audio up on YouTube and Facebook, and we'll be right back uh, with that. Uh, Steve, why don't you preface your uh, segment really quick for these folks? Okay. All right. So every... Uh Everybody that comes on the show now uh, started out just randomly doing some questions, but now now we have a full format. We uh, we have music. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. But and anyway, uh, I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Ah, simple questions. Don't, don't ask them yet. I didn't no, play no, the music no. yet. All right, yeah, right. simple simple questions. Okay. I'm going to give you one question at a time. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm sorry, Gunna, ladies, going to go first. So uh, <laughs> you're going to have to. You'll be second. So don't you know. Don't skew your 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 answer because of what she said. Just to try to look better or anything like that. We don't get you don't get style points for that. No, st- yeah, that no style say. points for that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna ask you guys three questions and uh, just you know answer it as honestly. You know, think think about it for a few moments. But it's interesting. We we 
we see uh, a, a lot of times we see the same answers, which yeah, is similarities, pretty cool. but there are some differences that really spark the conversation. So we're going to get right back with Steve's questions in just a second. Let me cue that up. Very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominski. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions to go. And if there was any indication how many questions there were going to be, I'm pretty sure it said it. Four times. 17. The questions will be three. Very detailed. Not one, not two, but three. Thrice. Four is out. I like that. Uh, so is five and six. Can I, can I mention this on the air, Pete? Uh, I like that we sent out uh, that post to us in the group chat about uh, Thrice playing at AC Beer Fest. Yes. And Pete goes, well, you oh, said- yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, are they playing three times? I thought there was only two sessions or something like that. <laughs> it's kind of stuck going all three sessions. Who was going to beer fest three times? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. I was like, no, no, Pete. Literal no, Pete over here. Peter. <laughs> no. All right, Stephen, take it away. All right, all right. So we're going to start off question number one. Question one is going to be, what was that that beer that turned you on? And you, you guys already mentioned that you came like from crowd like these people that were into craft beer but what was that one craft beer that opened your eyes and said wow there's something else going on here besides you know drinking natty lights or something like that (laughs) i like that i like see i like Mm. this she's actually thinking though some people Mm. just blurt stuff out it's like a "Hmm." there's been so many different phases but i'd say the og is probably Sierra Nevada. Yeah, there it is again. Yeah. Popular yeah. answer. Yes. Very popular we, answer. We need a chalkboard. And and the thing with that popular yeah. answer is it's because it's a really goddamn good beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a fluke. It's no, that it's, it's delicious. No, no, no. It's just that seems to be such a strong contender. Sure. It's, uh, it's up there. Gunner? Um you know. Uh, so I'm I'm from Buffalo originally, so I grew up uh Drinking a lot of uh, Canadian pilsners. Oh, you know, shit. Uh, Labatt Blue. And oh, yes. <laughs> Log is for days. So that was, you know, that was, Blue. Where, Fuck that was yes. what, I, what I grew up on. And then, you know, um, you know, you, you just drink those like water. Um, and then I remember, you know, one time I was. I was probably like 16 or something in this bar late at night. and Allegedly. Someone got <laughs> someone ordered a picture of like Sam Adams winter Ooh. winter ale or something. And I'm just like, wow, like this is really fucking good, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so yeah, that kind of like opened my mind to to the more flavorful beers. And then, you know, it became kind of dogfish, uh 60 minutes, Sierra Nevada, that kind of thing. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, we get I have such an intense craving for Labatt Blue now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, and and that's actually uh, you know Sam. Uh, those we get that a lot. We get uh, obviously the Sierra Nevada a lot. Um, we get um, uh, Magic Hat Number Nine is another contender in there. Yeah. That a lot of people say that that kind of turned them on. 
Uh, right now, uh, right now, we're not going to go overall, but right now, mm. what's uh, what's your favorite style of beer? Um, Stick it again. My favorite for a very long time, but I, I'm ready for some pale ales. All right. Okay. I like it. You know what? And and I, I say right now because I know like myself, I go through phases. There are times where I'm like, yeah, I'm all about crispy boys. And then all of a sudden it's stouts and, and porters. And then next thing you know, I'm drinking hazies. So, yeah. Uh, Gunnar, what's your, your favorite uh, your um, style right now? Right now, you know, it's uh, right now, I feel like in this time of winter, I feel like I just love, you know, the uh, just like a nice IPA, you know, I I think these two West, West Coast ish, kind of, East um, Coast ish, really representative of the kind of IPA I love drinking. Oh, uh, in, OK. In all year, but especially in the winter, you know, something that has a little bit more of a little bit more of a hop bite, a little bit more mm-hmm. of a bitterness um, and just, you know, a nice, nice body and just something that you can, can, uh, can, can j- easy drinking and, and just nice, you know? Um, yeah. It goes down nice and smooth and warms the belly. Something kind of like dank and, but drinkable. Yeah. There you go. Like I mean, I mean, what, like GSB's uh, dank, dank beer that they came up with. Which one is that? They they added. Remember, uh, it was uh, Greg was talking about they they put down style as dank and, and oh and yeah, the yeah, oh, the took style. It. yeah 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 right. and the, and the <laughs> took it and they were like oh shit I guess it's, it's like style I, now I just threw it in there <laughs> to a new, wow. brand new uh, <laughs> shit that's fantastic um, I forgot right. about that that's yeah. right jeez so final question you you going out you go a bar restaurant what's that one beer that you want to see on tap that if it, if you see it you're that's the one you're getting and it could be any beer from anywhere style or like the beer the beer i mean i feel like our our old haunts in brooklyn if i saw suarez it was like oh i was drinking suarez family there you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. That's that's a that's the first time we've heard that one. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. That's that's actually. I mean, have anyone ever said like Hillstead Farm? Oh, oh no. Farm what? Farmstead Hills. Who? What Hillstead Farmstead? <laughs> oh, Hill Farmstead. Hill Farmstead. What Boone's Farm? Yeah. Apple Wine. Fiddens Fidens. Fid Fidens. No one said that yet. <laughs> no, no one. No one no. has said anything. That's I. I actually. That's a unique one. I. That, you guys get extra bonus points for that. Yeah. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Like, for me, that's uh I mean, for both of us too, it's uh, you know Hetty Topper or ah. those those random drops happen. It's like we're like, oh, gotta go get that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Still so sus- too so susceptible to the hype, and and as am I, <laughs> I'll be the first one to be like, dude, who do I know in that area that can get on that line yeah. for four hours <laughs> yeah. and buy me the beer, and I'll give them twenty dollars and buy them a four pack. And bro, you <laughs> had a guy <laughs> getting fit fighting. Fit fighting I know. I told him. I told him all about that. I told him about uh, the beer maker. <laughs> I told him about uh, hopsters. Uh, why would you tell you that Because story? it's such a good story. It's a story of... We paid a lot of money for that story. We, <laughs> we better be able to tell it. We, we were crushed, demoralized, and, and had a lot of sadness in our heart. Peter, how do you feel about it? I, I 
I'm kind of waiting for it to just explode in the can <laughs> in my basement. Oh, that's right. He has the one can. No, I have the one of both. Both labels, both beers. That's gonna you're gonna take it. It's it's in the window, but it's in a window with a shade on it. So I'm it's it's hard. It's not it's not a, a typical <laughs> like, like this. What she said. There's there's enough give on on the regular cans. There's no give on this thing. If I push it too hard, it's gonna explode. And that's okay. You know what? And that's okay. And that's okay. You know what? Because I didn't learn my lesson. Not only did they get our money, but now they're going to take an eye from you. (laughs) No, I won't be down there. (laughs) They'll they'll take a window from me. They're going to take your window out and they're going to... I'm going to have to buy uh, uh, sheetrock and and, uh, new things to... to, uh, It's going to be a mess. But, you know, that's what I paid for. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. The last answer. Yeah, yeah. We well, did. It was I'm too busy doing because the camera heady? went out, and no one would know. But the camera went out. The Instagram I had to get back up, but I, I didn't do it yet. And a lot of things going on around here. Things going on. I'm moving. I'm shaking. Baby. Thanks a lot, Pete, for not fucking being here and helping out. You know, Pete doesn't help out even. Oh wait, what the fuck what I do? Wait, <laughs> wait. You're right. Never mind. Right, Jesus. I mean, I set the whole board up and everything today. So I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm excited to talk about these beers because. Uh, I enjoyed so far. I, I know I got to finish the, the black lager. Oh, I haven't finished yet. I had f- at least seventy five percent of that beer because uh, Steve's on his uh, on his lowdown showdown uh, deal. Is Hold on a second. Plans? Before we get into the beer, um, we might have a caller. Uh, Let's see. Who I can is. hear the phone. I want to hear the person talking on the phone. This is the word with Mike Pete and Steve Govsradio.com. Who do we got on the phone today? Hi, my name is Tony from Farmingdale. Uh, Tony from Farmingdale. <laughs> Uh, you're I on the phone. I can hear him. Fucking guy. You can hear him? Hi. Yeah. yeah. I want to oh, okay. congratulate hear me? to Steve Pominski yes. on his collaboration of his uh, barrage beer that died and is probably going to come back now. But with uh, <laughs> with uh, putting his beer, uh, he won an award, didn't you, Pominski? Awards are for, for suckers. No. You, yeah, you want at least an award to feel good about things. Yeah, like yeah, one. A couple. You yeah. like your award from GSB. GSB. GAFB. GAF. No, I, I, G- the, the one I like is the one. Why did I say GSB? Because I'm talking about Grace yeah. Bay before. That's why. Uh, GABF. GABF. I always get the acronyms no, I, wrong. The, the one that, that still to this day I actually uh, I'll cuddle with once in a while is yeah. the World Beer Cup. Oh, the World Beer Cup one. Yeah, that's, oh. the, that's the big that's the, one. Was the Concord Divide, right? The Belgian? from the uh, original Barrage Beer Brewery. Well, listen, uh, Tony from Farmingdale. This is this is what's going on. <laughs> Tony. So, Tony. So, uh, so, can he hear me? Tell him to go fuck himself. No. That- oh. No, he can't. God damn it. Uh, that's <laughs> th- you know what, guys? I think I got that wrong. I, I'm pretty sure that oh, the caller can't hear you, but you can hear the caller. That's what it was. All right. Anyway, so uh, can you pass the- along my message, though. Yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Pete, the talent, says F yourself. So yes. this is what's going on, uh, Tony from Farmingdale. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, I want to answer your question. You had a question, so here it is. So uh, Stephen has uh, his license still, so it allows him to do collaborations and still release things with the label, right? Um, so he has a bunch of these recipes that he uh, really liked and enjoyed and wanted to brew again. So he reached out to some of his friends throughout the brewing industry that uh, since he's closed – 
and uh, basically has gone through these processes, not only just to get the beer out there again for the people and the fans that loved it and enjoyed it, but also just, you know, as part and parcel of him still being in the beer community to just every so often pop up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm still around. I'm, I'm not dead. And by the and way, I'm a host a dime, on the work. Maybe make a dime or two. Maybe make a dime or two. He doesn't make anything. Nice, right? he, he enjoys the camaraderie. He's not looking to do this as a uh, self-sustaining, uh, you know, financial freedom type of thing. No. No, well, it's just Steve, about getting the beer Steve out. There. And, and if my wife is listening, this is totally true, hon. Yeah. There we are not spending any money. Yes. This we're is spending money. <laughs> we're not making money. We're, we're spending everybody else's money. <laughs> and Mr. if I had a bunch of investors come in and say, we would like you to open up a small little brewery somewhere on Long Island, would you be interested, Mr. Pro- Demetsky? Probably not. Mm. Really? <laughs> He's that committed to saying no. Well, I would say this. Would you hire him as a brew person or would you hire him as just a consultant? Oh, just as a consultant. That's a different... As long as I don't have a stake in anything at the end of the day where uh, I could lose money or my shirt. Stake, actually, you'll have a stake in it without putting any money in because I think if you're going to guide us and help us, you should be rewarded. This is also. like Shark Tank. Uh, you're on the shark. You're wow. in the tank right I'm now. In the tank. Wait, you, wait, no, wait, you're wait, not. What's he is. Oh, oh, what's, I, what's the guy in Buffalo right now? The guy, I, I don't know if he could hear me. No, no one's in Gunner, Buffalo. Gunner? No, he's Gunner. not in Buffalo. Stop it. So listen, John Elway. They're out, oh, wait, on, no, they're out on Long Island, on the East End of Long Island. You haven't been listening to the show, Anthony. Um, Tony from Farmingdale, sorry. Tony. Listen, I, we got to get back to the show because we we're limited in time and we got to get through these beers and we have a lot of beer to go through here. Give me some, sorry, one last, I, I one last question for the show. Go. Uh, is How is Pete feeling after contracting the herps? Uh, no, it's COVID and he uh, he's obviously on the Zoom with us and he's feeling great. Peter, I hope you're feeling well. Very, feeling very COVID-y. I don't know how to promote it, but tell those guys to come hang with us April 7th, all right? Nice. we Will do. All right. Peace. Thanks, Tony Bye, from guys. Farmingdale. Bye, Tony. See ya. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Would you ever put yourself out there as a contract, uh, like a contract consultant my, kind of thing? My wife swears or a God. contract killer. Yeah, well, <laughs> right as a contract killer. well, if you remember from a few episodes ago, killing people would spend grain in their sleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember a few episodes ago, there were many, many prostitutes buried underneath my. Pool. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do anything. Right, you're going to be brought in on charges I'm immediately. Be, all right, uh, I got yeah, it. Right here. Right. Uh, all right, let's. Here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jesus. Because yes. I uh, thank you, uh, Tony from Farmingdale, 516 465 3902, if you want to call in and ask a question for our guest today. We have Springs Brewery in the house, uh, and we want to get into these beers immediately. So, the first one we started with tonight is the Hellas Lager. We enjoyed it immensely. Uh, and in fact, we both looked at each other in the studio as we were drinking and went, Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Let's talk about what is going on with this. Uh, you guys have brewed this before, obviously. Um, now you've upscaled it. What were some of the challenges of that? And tell us kind of the brewing process and everything that went into it. Uh, it's fun. There weren't too many changes in scaling. It's a traditional Munich Hellas. So yeah, nice. it was, you know, this was a straight up our homebrew recipe. And it's just... Super simple, um, uh, super simple recipe, but you know, it's a beer that you're, you know, you're not hiding anything. So it's all about really good, really nice ingredients. You know, we used a really nice um, floor malted Bohemian Pilsner as, as the kind of base um, with some, a little, um, a little Munich malt in there as well. Um, and, you know, it's about 
It's about the fine tuning of the water profile um, and kind of just getting that that balance of hops um, just right, um, which we we feel like we kind of you know. Are you guys treating the water uh, pre-boil, or or is that just something you're just kind of monitoring as you go along? Yeah, we're treating it. Uh, Yeah. Is it a matter of like soft, hard, or is it just uh, you know chemical composition? What what's the direction you're headed in when you're trying to do that? Mostly chemical composition. You know, we 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 like to use a, a fairly consistent water profile through for all our beers, um, and that's something we we kind of we kind of fine tuned a composition we like um, at, while we were home brewing, and then. Then going to Rob's system, it's it's a different makeup, but we tried our best to kind of to match that. And you know, it's 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 also about work, you know, working with the base water that's there, and then kind of uh, treating that to kind of create the um, uh, the makeup that that we like. Um, so are you make- trying to mimic like the the water profile you get when you're at at home? at when you're a con and you're when you're at uber geek essentially yeah i mean we you know we treat the water as well you know that we that we use here at home um for home brewing but um which is like we try to match that profile essentially and we were kind of used to that like going from brooklyn to out here like we adjusted the water profile Ah, yeah yeah because that water comes from an aquifer upstate right it's a different definitely different water profile making the pizza and bagels or pizza bagels delicious Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> now, is that something you guys have like a, uh, um, uh, uh, I guess a piece of software for? How are you? How are you finding out that information, or is it public knowledge? Uh, you send it. You, you, you send tests, yeah. and, uh, and then usually, like the state universities will do like soil and water testing for free. Wow. Or you yeah, can send it to a lab. lab. I feel like lab. we've talked about that before, right? Yes. We've had that discussion before. Actually, the, the whole process we, of we that. We had uh, a brewery on, and his sister was a. Oh yeah, who was that? And uh, she Not was. At, no, I feel like we had a water chemistry conversation with. Them. And she was, uh, uh, like a water. Uh, she worked for that that in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh. "How's the water?" She's like, "Yeah, it's terrible." Yeah, okay. <laughs> she called in, right? Did yes. Oh yes. wow, that's right. She's like, "Yeah, that water is terrible. It's terrible water in Chicago." Oh, well, that sucks. Good thing we got good water here. Now this this. Uh... So wait, wait. I want to get to the because that was the hellas. Oh, okay. and then we had the 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 dark lager and uh, black lager. Really, the Marzen, and it was. Uh, no, no, not Marzen. No, I'm sorry, not Marzen. It was a Schwarz beer. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, roasty, delicious. Break that down for me. How did you get to that point? Um, well, so this was, uh, what was this was another, you know, both of our, both of the loggers were really, we, we just scaled up, um, exactly our homebrew recipe and, and they both kind of turned out exactly how we wanted them, um, on the, on the large scale. Um, so this was, this was a beer that we had, we had tweaked a little bit, um, home brewing but but also this one i think was one that was kind of a home run we just kind of you know put together the recipe and it was kind of a home run when we first brewed and we're like oh there's not not too much we want to change we brewed it a couple times at home and then and then just scaled it up and it's kind of it's just you know boom kind of got lucky with that one because (laughs) um, (laughs) doesn't that feel good though yeah when you're like man that that fucking came out way better than expected (laughs) nice yeah you know like as opposed to um as opposed to the Hellas, which 
which is a very simple beer you know it is it's two types of grain it's small hop additions you know um this one is is a few different um you know it's several different grains that make up the grist for this one um so it's a little more complicated and um this one didn't we have to switch some that we were using homebrew that we couldn't like black couldn't we yeah not yeah we did have yeah. To, we made a couple substitutions that that worked out um great and and yeah so. Yeah, that's got to be a little scary. Like, oh, we use this, but mm, I mean, it yeah. has, it's about the yeah. same. Let's hope it comes yeah. out good. It came yeah, out delicious, yeah. guys. You, you That was a, a, a delicious beer. And obviously, since it sold out so quick, uh, the audience saw that as well, it being a really delicious beer. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, now is- Steve, uh, we just cracked open the lightning. and Lazy lightning. Lazy lightning. And both of us looked, and we were, oh, yes. Well, when, this this feels when I like poured it, something different. I I kind of get give the little aroma first. Yeah. As I poured it, the one thing I always love about a well made beer um, and a fresh well made beer mm-hmm. is when you pour it, you don't even have to put the glass near you. No. You're gonna get that aroma. It's in the room. At you. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that was exactly what I got. And then I poured yours, and then you just kind of... I looked at you like... Gave that look like, oh, uh, yeah, we're going down that ride, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. We're going down the lazy lightning. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so this reminds me of a classic early on IPA. I mean, so you guys, you, know, you brewed the, the Hellas, you brewed the dark lager, and those were homebrews. Was this a homebrew as well? This one actually was not. No. We never brewed was our first time brewing this beer dude um, i mean that that's you th- this is a delicious fucking IPA. Right. it's really good holy shit it's some sweetness from from it's... just out of nowhere like and this is the first time i've had it i don't, I don't think i had this I want, before I, I thought i did but i don't think i did looking at the label uh, again uh, what is the hot profile on this yeah beer? it's just mm. yes yeah, well so so this one um this one we feel like is you know, I talked a little bit about the IPAs being kind of different when we we scaled them up. The the original couple IPAs we brewed were, you know, they we we were super happy with them, but but they were weren't quite um, they weren't quite the same. Kind sure. of, the rest of you didn't scale up from home brew to exactly, production. Yeah. So then, yeah. so then this one we kind of reevaluated and kind of totally changed changed the recipe of kind of our base IPA, and this kind of really feels like the kind of beer that we were trying to make over and over again at, at home. Um, yeah, which we had like definitely honed in on home brewing, but then when we were scaling, we were like feeling like something was still missing. Sure. And this mm-hmm. Definitely like, yeah. Goes what do you, what do you think it was that what, that the scale up made it to what it is? What, what do you think that, that X factor was? Um, was you it know, most- I think there are a few different things. I think, I think in IPAs and in in pale beers, um, scaling up, I think what we've experienced, I guess, is you know some of the darker, more more specialty malts. You don't want to scale those up uh, totally proportionally uh, proportionately to um, to the rest of the beer because they kind of at the bigger scale they seem to have more of an impact. Um, so yeah, like, like or some uh, it's not a direct relationship, so it yeah, more that's like a, yeah. finding a little bit. Some yeah. things are exponential, so yeah. it's like we kind of finally were able to like dial each of those things mm. in. Mm. I mean, what you what you accomplished here, 
is it's terrific it's, it's fucking terrific <laughs> anyone listening right now if you don't go fucking find this shit at your uh, local distributor or, or just go to you know what fuck it just go to west babylon superstar he's got a bunch of it i guarantee it because he probably feels yeah. the same way i do about it totally that's one i would go out immediately and get well yeah. you know what and See, again I, the i'm an the IPA. lazy lightning right that's what yeah. you're drinking yeah, that yeah, one too mike I, right i i would I so want to do this one day. (laughs) Yeah. I want to just get cans from breweries that are are not popular yet. Yeah. We'll know what this one. And I want to take the labels off. Ah. And I want to put. Like get a can of like Julius or something. Bro. (laughs) Right. Julius. I want to get uh, Treehouse. Trillium. And I want to put these labels on these cans and pour them for these fanboys. Mm -hmm. Yes. And watch them. Get giddy! How? Oh, yeah, this is a new. Oh my god, this is so oh, delicious! Yeah, and, then, and then peel the label off. And then peel the label off and go. Oh yeah, by the way, it's springs out <laughs> east. You fucking fanboy! You pretentious <laughs> bastards! Yeah, I mean, bigger mind fuck would be like, this is their new, you know, oh, their new hobby lager, and then peel off a fucking Bud Light or something. Or or just like, have like, just want to mess with? No, that's devious. Just have like the can blank. And say, yeah, I got it. I was there, and they didn't Came even label the it. It's brand new. It's this new. And these these guys would go crazy, and they would drink it and be like, oh, my oh. God, yes, the aroma and everything, oh. which would be true. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, this is going to sell so good. Oh, yeah, you could get it over at the Spring uh, Hardware Store. Uh, General Store. General Store. And, uh, <laughs> and, and the Hamlet of Springs yeah. out in East Hampton. Dude, uh, you, I, the magic... That you've pulled off on this one as being a, a, a first off, we'll say. And no wonder you said earlier you guys are going to be making this again. Well, you better, because if this doesn't yeah, become your flagship. Hops. Tell me to hop. Oh, yeah. It's it's <laughs> Mosaic, I think, right? You got Mosaic in there? Mosaic, Citra, Simcoe. Bingo. Right? Yeah. Sexy and all it's up. That, see, it's, that, it's the Victoria's it's, Secret it's supermodel show of IPAs. Fucking that sim card. I love that sim People card. are gonna love it. That dude, this is oh my god. You got you gotta get a beer with cashmere and you, Comet. you guys got me. I don't usually say that on air, but you guys you got me on this one. <laughs> really good. You did. And I think all three of us are in lockstep with this one. It is it is one of the most solid IPAs I've had from a local brewery. Uh a new local in a while, brewery. right? Like this like a lot of like the hazies lately are very. Uh, you want to say earthy? Right? No, but you will. You no, will... like it, it's hard to get. It's very hard to differentiate yourself yes. on, in that, like you know, yes. that style. This, this is this is a standout. It's really well, cool. you know, and and the thing too is, and it's I'm funny, glad we waited we, this long to drink it. Jesus Christ, we've spoke to many breweries and we talk about breweries all the time. You know, not on the air. And and um, the hard part for new breweries is trying. There's always that 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 learning curve. Yeah. And you know, at first, a lot we of times that learning. Every, everyone should understand that, right? That like when you're curve, a new brewery, you're gonna have ones that just don't hit. And we get it. We understand it. We're gonna stick with you because we we appreciate and want to support local breweries, and we want them to stick around and get yep. better and do better. This. That's why we don't rate anything. Right. But no, I'm not even going to rate it. I'm just going to say, holy shit, I'd go out and buy this tomorrow. Oh, we're not that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is one for you guys just, you, uh, I'm going to say speechless because I got nothing left to say. And, but <laughs> no, you know what? what's funny too is really there are still breweries that have been open a while that still just can't get it fucking right. I guess that's what I mean. No. I, I wish everyone could get it right. I- yeah. 
And as soon as you said that, right. I was thinking I had like two or three breweries that I had. Like, <laughs> and like we said, <laughs> we, 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 we always we, we talk off air, you know. And um, yeah, uh, I I I uh, yeah. Hey, Rob I'm, from I'm Superstar, get a four packs I'm on a, the side for me right now. Just do it right now. I'm <laughs> already gonna drink the ones that I have left. I think I have one left after I give it out to everybody that I'm gonna drink probably tomorrow at five o'clock when my happy hour starts and then i need more what what i'm happy about is that this is a really uh, a really well-made beer mm -hmm. for a new brewery yes and yeah. i i was always been a proponent of long, long island needs to be a destination can you see this getting better um honestly if, well if it does and then you know holy shit i mean but i don't see it then then we'll be fucking waiting I, in line I, <laughs> Like all the other idiots, <laughs> and Gunnar and Lindsay be like, to get to, "I see you guys down there." To, yeah, you, to you know, to get a four pack because they're only limiting to one four pack per person, <laughs> Son of a bitch. and it's sold out in fourteen. Here we minutes. go. We got Fiddens Fightens all over again. Fightens right now. <laughs> only releasing on Saturdays. So sons of bitches. I mean, all right. Let Let's talk about this beer because uh, you said it's a it's the first time. What was the process? What are you using? We talked about the hops. What's the base mall? What's what's everything going on here? Don't give away the farm or the secrets. Just give us the 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 real slimmed version of the profile. Of this. Yeah. So you know, um, we we love our. They have know, all the secrets our, already. They're like, we want to sell the secrets. <laughs> we love the kind of you know the original wave of of the you know the kind of New England style of IPA. Um, you know, like your Vermont, uh, Maine kind of kind of IPAs that, you know, they, they don't have that aggressive bitter bite of the West coast, which, you know, we also love those beers as well, but, um, um, but you know, there's something, there's a softness there, there's a, a fruitiness there, but there's also the, the like bitterness, earthiness, earthiness dankness. Mm. Um, and it's in, and it's in, you know, um, it's got a, a medium body, but it's, it's not, it's not super smooth and thick, but it, you know, it's, it's drinkable and it's, it's something... the balance that I think that is getting me right now. Yeah. It's, it's um, a little bit of dank, a little bit of, uh, that the earthiness, like you said, but mm -hmm. juicy hops, of course, with your citron mosaic, you're going to get that. And your mm -hmm. base, your base is like a pale ale, right? It's, it's coming in like that and then just double dry hopping it. Essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, um, we actually didn't use, um, didn't use any kind of uh, adjuncts, really. This is all mm. uh, all barley beer. Um, no orange juice or pineapple juice. No, <laughs> <laughs> no lactose. No lactose. Um, so yeah, you know, and so that was kind of we were really drawing inspiration from those those early kind of New England beers, and we're just like, hey, let's you know, we don't see enough of those anymore. Let's let's make something like that, which which you know, as we mentioned, are kind of our homebrew IPAs were a little more in that vein um, yeah. as well. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, Rob is good in his own right, but I guarantee he sits home and goes, fuck, I made a really good beer with these guys. <laughs> and I'm pissed that I didn't make it for myself. I guarantee he's sitting up at night going, Lazy Lightning was so good. <laughs> mm, and just no, angry. Well, then, you know, so Rob supportive. is yeah, Rob is so supportive. <laughs> yeah, of course he is, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you. He's he's 
when the doors close and the lights next, go out, it's, next it's definitely month, keeping him up at night. Next month, he's coming out with slacker lightning. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be so close. It's a, No, it's a uh, it's a session version yeah. of lazy lightning. <laughs> Listen, I mean. It would be like a 12% version. Of yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That, that, that He'll just go the other way and just go over the top <laughs> of it. Um, all right. So you guys just brewed a double IPA with Rob. It just came out uh, a week ago. Uh, just a couple days yes. ago. On yeah, a couple days ago. Uh, so we're about to pour this. Let's talk a little bit about this. It, it pours around the same color profile as Lazy. Um, it, it's it's looking good. It's it's looking like uh, the delicious hazy IPAs that I like so much. Mm-hmm. It's smelling good. Uh, give us a little breakdown of this as we sip and enjoy the words from the brewers themselves. Mm. <laughs> um, this one's kind of yeah, it's kind of similar to lazy lightning in some ways but it has a much creamier mouthfeel mm. um still has that kind of fruity dankness but a little more like peachy and soft i would say um yeah i think yeah. We're, we're really happy with this beer you yeah we're, you know we see this as a kind of a a take on a scaled up version of, of lazy um there are some, there is, you know, adjuncts in this one. We got some oats, we got some mm-hmm. wheat, uh, and that comes through mostly in the in the mouthfeel and the body. Well, that's uh, how you bump up the ABV, right? I mean, that's kind of how you get into that higher end 8% and above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, and while keeping it, you know, smooth and, right. and juicy. Um, you you uh, guys uh, using a liquid yeast or, or dry yeast? Liquid yeast liquid. we use, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you guys using stuff that that Rob's using, or are you getting you know fresh? Uh, We're getting fresh. fresh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The kind of health of the yeast is super important to us, and so yeah, right now. Right. Uh, and because I, I I try to do this for like the homebrews that are listening. Uh, who are you guys using? Uh, we use Imperial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So going yeah. right to the the high end, to good stuff. Well, you know. If you, you want, want a good beer, you're gonna get the, yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, you know, we really see the the cellaring is is really, in our opinion, you know, we've come to realize that's the most important um, in terms of just creating that that super high quality beer that we want. You know, so we kind of we experimented with dry yeast, several brands, several brands of, and we got some great yeah, results. Yeah, we really uh, but liked it was just it, yeah. you know, um, but this it, kind of we've realized like there were we've kind of used the first few IPAs to experiment with yeast, different yeasts and different approaches to handling the yeast. Sure. And I think the last like few IPAs, uh, we've taken an approach that we feel like makes kind of the healthiest tasting beer. Joe, Joe from WME works is already saying drop, drop off uh, one of the lazy lightings to me. <laughs> you know what Joe wants it. I know he does. Cause that's, that's Joe. Uh, you know what Joe? I will. I'll 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 go get myself a four pack from Superstar and I will bring it to you personally, Joe. I make that a promise. You can hold me to it. If I don't, you can come to my house only a few blocks away and uh, raid my fridge because I probably have the last one that I had here. And uh, you will get it and you will enjoy it. I promise. <laughs> who's uh Who's doing the can art? Uh, for yeah, you guys? I want to get into that because because you have some uh, unique names here. Obviously, Lazy Lightning is is pretty straightforward, but uh. The uh, Tatog for the Black Lager. Uh, where do these names come from? Where does the artwork come from? Um, so Gunnar and I 
both went to art school at some point. So we kind of art direct all of the, the labels and then we have our friends do the labels. And so um, a few of them were done by our friend, Charlie Lai, who I grew up with out here. And he um, is of Vietnamese descent and a lot of his uh, paintings. He's a very talented artist. Yeah, very talented artist, um, paints these beautiful paintings. And so he's been kind of uh, interpreting the landscape of springs for a lot of the labels. And then, um, does he have an Instagram? You want to just plug him really quick? Let people know where to um, find Charles Ly, L Y. And he actually has a really awesome, uh, show at Harper's in Chelsea Mm. right now. That's really amazing. Also well-known artist at this point. I mean, toward artists at the getting it out there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like a big craft beer guy. So that's been oh, really fun so to work with him. And yeah. then uh, Totog and the land beer were done by our friend Emma, who is a farmer um, at a farm in Sagaponic. And she actually just moved uh, back to the city to go to school to study uh, botanical mm. science. She loves beer. So she did a couple labels. And then our friend Brianna Ash, who's a big craft beer gal, did Lazy Lightning. And she's an artist as well. Also an artist. Nice. So, yeah. You get a lot of art. You're not going to have any shortage of art to go on your, yeah. Yeah, on your labels. It's full of art. So that's cool. <laughs> and then uh, the view from the mountaintop, uh, our friend who's an art curator and artist gave us a paint by number while we had COVID. And. <laughs> <laughs> A very loose interpretation of the paint by number. Yeah. So that one is by. That's us. pretty cool. I, I I do I do find though the uh, the hell's uh, the wheat weevil that's on it in several places upsets me. Um, <laughs> that means it's it's eating the delicious you know uh, yeah. stuff we need to yeah. brew with it. So that, yeah, it's kind of beautiful landscape, and then this cute little bug. That's this kind little of, uh, fucking perverse. green wheat yeah. weevil yeah. is destroying <laughs> everything for us. Yeah. How dare you? This, but we don't use pesticides. We just shoo them away. We go, go away. Now. Yes, we, that's what we should do. Or you get chickens, right? Or or you get chickens, or you get, you chickens. get uh, cats. Cats will just run through, or dogs and run through. And actually, it's ducks. Is it ducks? It's ducks what? will eat every freaking little bug off a plant. Really? Yeah. Huh. And then when they get to you know mature size, then you fucking cook them. Right. <laughs> Make some duck confit, and Ooh. then uh, you know. Well. Called the I, don't really wanna, over I, don't wanna, I don't really want to kill the duck. I, I like no, duck. I like ducks, but I want them like imported from another place where I don't have to establish relationships want, with them. I wish I could have ducks. Yeah, but in in my county, you and ducks and otters. You're, uh, you're going to no, have a whole farm. Otters. I'm going to say the Paminsky farm is going to be set up right next to Springs I am, Brewery. I am, <laughs> yeah. I am moving out of this state to Tennessee, <laughs> nice, and, and just having ducks and otters all day. I like mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, uh, I mean, from the mountaintop, it's a double IPA. You've taken kind of the base. Um, you know, you've used uh, more of the variants, like you were saying, that are, are additives that will kind of bump up that ABV. Was this your goal? Was did you hit your marks on what you were looking for on this one? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, you know, we did. So this this one has different. This is uh, the hop hop bill is um, Citra Galaxy and Yedi. Um, oh, so you so you're using the crappy hops right now. <laughs> <laughs> no sexy so, hops in this one. There is nothing delicious in there, mm. but yeah. <laughs> so with the you know with the lazy lightning, you know we we wanted to really feature the kind of classic uh, new school American um, 
varietals and then with with this one you know we really wanted to to get into a little more of the kind of softer um tropical southern hemisphere hops um mm, gulf coast of, gulf yeah, coast ipa the gold. there you go buddy <laughs> we're kind of keeping um keeping a little bit of that that old school kind of dankness that that we love um and so yeah we think you know we think we kind of we hit hit what we wanted to do but at the same time you know we're not we like we're kind of purists and that we like to kind of just um kind of just put it together you know make sure we're we're controlling the aspects that we want to control and then Maybe. and then kind of seeing the the product that it produces um you know we didn't we don't like to be too prescriptive in exactly what what it's what what's gonna the end product is gonna be delicious uh, in its own right this yeah. view from the mountaintop is awesome now i think what the problem is right now and i'm gonna say it again go ahead uh that lazy lightning I should have saved to the end. <laughs> You're gonna get two can opens for this one. There you go. Ooh, Three can opens. Ooh, we don't rate. We don't rate. No. But it's like a like a whoop whoop. Um, after that, anything that might have come after, I- I'm glad we waited waited till a little later after the hells and the black lager. I like IPAs. I, I just you know you know me. Mm-hmm. I like IPA. I also like my dark lagers and my black IPAs well, and stuff like that. Well, here's but no. God damn it, was that la- I'm going to keep going back to lazy lightning. But, but here's a question. <laughs> for, treat. Here's a question for them. I mean, you guys have been doing these different styles. Mm. Um, Mikey likes sours. You guys have ah. anything in the future of doing maybe a kettle or, mm. or something like that? We do. Yeah. Oh, oh baby, here we got something on the schedule. There we, we know it. They're like yeah. summer's coming, time to go sour. Might not be this summer. Right. Okay. Yeah. We wanna, you know, we really want once we have the brewery, we want to have a real kind of proper, um, you know, mixed fermentation. Cool. And take your time, no rush. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes sours anyway. Yeah. Oh, stop it, Peter. Peter likes saisons, farmhouses, stuff like that. Uh, do you have that in in the future on the horizon? I think, you know, while we're contracting, we kind of want to just um, <laughs> produce stuff that sells. Yeah. That was so, yeah. <laughs> stuff people want to buy. Right. People want to buy. Now, but for yeah. us, uh, our our Belgian drink yeah. listeners, they, they're going to want to see the versatility, right? I mean, anyone that's out there that now, honestly, I've been gushing about the beer. Um, have they, are, are they willing to wait for that? that Belgian, that um, sour or the Goza, that different beer outside of your standard lineup. Are, are, w- Steve, would they be willing to, to do that? Well, do you, you think people what? will stick around waiting for that? The, the key, Well, the key is these, they're so new, and they already have nine beers out. <laughs> you see, so, it's such a, like a, so a weird world to be it's, in. You know, <laughs> you know, they're new, but they got nine labels. Well, And the other part nine, is... Nine uh, UPCs. You really, there's not a lot of places to get them right now. Right. So now it's like if you find it, West Babylon Superstar. One, what, 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 was that? what was that? West, West Babylon, Babylon Superstar. Superstar. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> if you find it and you have that one, you're going to be like, okay, what else do they have? And then mm. you try the next one. Once you get through, if those nine are around, mm-hmm. they still have another one coming. I mean, they're, they're still brewing. I, I think as long as they're brewing good, approachable beer uh, that. Is is made to the style. It's it's well done. Yeah, Mark from Hopscotch. If you're listening tonight, <laughs> you need to put. 
I, I because we were there and and they were looking to you know put some beer on the shelf. Lazy lightning, get lazy lightning, dude. <laughs> I will be there on now, my way home. I I do have a question. Now you, you you said this the view from the mountaintop. This was a a something you had been gifted a a paint by number. Mm-hmm. Okay, were you guys high when you did this? <laughs> it's a beautiful paint by number. Uh, I mean, I think you know, it took a, because I mean, I'm looking at it. Complete, yes. so, uh. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and there were some spots that, like, you could see it as like art. Like they, you spent time. Took a time out, and they then did, there's they took a hardcore time out. There's other parts where it's like, man, I'm so high. I just want to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> boom, I boom, think boom. that's uh, the creative. There you yeah, go. Yeah. See, that's what they're I like to hear. Yeah, no, it, there you go. It works very well. I mean, it, it, it again, what do you do on a shelf, right? You want to stand out a little bit. You sure want the do. branding to be there. You want the, uh, the identification uh, aside from other people doing, you know, not, not the same thing, but they're all, everyone's trying to vie for that shelf space and that, that look. So how do you separate yourself out at that point? Some people have gone backwards and gone to basic, like white label, one word, done, right? Other people, right, right. Uh, Or or you get to the the pictures, huge blown up pictures of people's faces, or you get to the things that are just neon, right? I mean, how do you how do you vie for that shelf space? Well, here's the thing with with you guys: you you go into a you know you go into a Home D and you, you walk around as yourself looking for beer. What do you gravitate towards? You know, either the beers that you know or something that stands out in your face and it's something you haven't seen. That should be a fourth question. When you go into a Home D, <laughs> right, what are you looking for? Are you looking for name recognition? Are you looking for artwork? What stands out to you? That's a good question. I think for us, <laughs> a lot of time it's like recognition and package date. Ah, good and call. in the fridge or is it on the shelf? Because, like, we've been burned many times. No, yeah. $28 four pack of Grimm that we used to be able to, like, walk to get and have it be super fresh. And then it's, like, old and kind of stung. Yep. Expensive. So I think, yeah, freshness is really key to us. And, um, well, hence the reason you guys are going around and and checking in on that stuff. Like, you want to see, you know, how things are moving. Um, how things are are, are are package date for your own beer, right? I mean, that's that's kind of right. be the essence yeah. of what you want to make sure that people are getting the beer as fresh as possible. Yeah, yeah. Besides, we also visually want the beer to be an embodiment of, like, the kind of concept behind our brewery is place and this place of springs that has this kind of creative tie, but it's also very accessible and it has this history of the arts and we want the beer to kind of be an embodiment of that craft on all of the different levels whether sure. or not i like that i like that a lot yeah good answer yeah um so you guys have a, a huge mountain to climb here for what you're doing now living up to the expectations in my opinion because expectations are really high based upon what we're having tonight um <laughs> How do you, what's the plan? Uh, continue contracting, obviously, through Uber Geek for the next few months, maybe a year. And in the meantime, work on the brewery, kind of get through things, try to figure that out? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. Are you guys working full time in other jobs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lindsay, <laughs> you, you hear that disappointment? They're like, yeah. 
here's a word of advice. Hold on to those jobs as long as you can until you can't. Yeah. Because yeah. You'll, you'll be surprised. Uh, many breweries, you know, guys, you know, owners or Jump whatever. ship early. They will, they will get out of their job, and then they all of a sudden they have to pull a salary from their brewery. And now that money that they could have put back into buying equipment or, or merch or a- anything. Yeah. You, you know, even just licensing, um, insurance, all those little things you don't even think about. Um, hey, I need a new 55-gallon drum of glycol because one of the lines broke and now I need to refill it. You know, you hold, need some sort of hold other... on to it as long as you can. I mean, if it's a job that you hate, then yeah, get the hell out of there and stop brewing beer every day. <laughs> Do some freelance work. I mean, they the art yeah. is great. Their yes. their ideas are great. They can consult. They have sure. family to lean on. Uh, you know, again, if you hate your job, then please step away. But if it means <laughs> a, a matter of uh, you know. You don't mind your job, and it's a matter of you know shifting finances. Yeah, I think that's a, a smart financial decision for sure. Sure, De- definitely. Yeah. Gunnar, what do you yeah. what do you do right now? Uh, I'm an architect, um, so I just i I don't have a uh, full time job. I just uh, work for myself. Yeah, um, free, freelance or or contract or whatever. He yeah. works for Art Vandalay Industries. Vandalay, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. There's like a lot of synergy with our architecture. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the art it, background is going to help in so many facets of a brewery. People don't realize it's not just about the brewing. It's all about the marketing, the idea of the 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 art itself, the branding, everything that has to go into it. The social media. I mean, I, I you guys are maintaining obviously your own social media at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So every picture, everything you put out there is a representative of your brand. You got to be careful. In this world of a lot of different things that are going on, and of course, uh, be able to uh, you know help build. It's all about the building and the networking going into the next phase of where you guys are going to be. It's it's got to be a little bit stressful, along with uh, you know having your own job and, and and sustaining that, building it in and, and recycling that money. How do you guys pull this all off? I mean, you guys have to have a strong relationship. Where does the decision making happen? Are you guys pretty much lock and step with each other? They both uh, smiled as I asked that question. <laughs> you see that we both looked at the screen and we're like, smiles just started coming up. Like, yeah. Hey, hon, let's have another beer. Yeah, <laughs> have another beer. We'll make the decision on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no, we we it. are we're on the same page and until we're not, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things blow up and then yeah. we come back together but yeah. it's like yeah we've been talking about doing this for like such a long time now that it's actually been pretty interesting to see like i think we both thought last august when we were like canning our first beer that like that was like a huge gonna be like a huge leap or hurdle to jump and then like things kept on just kind of coming together. Like we had already put years of thought into each thing. And so it was like, things have kind of just been happening pretty smoothly. And obviously we're still learning a lot throughout this process, but kind of the the intensity of having the architecture projects, of having a beer release, of like wanting things to be, uh, done really well like it, it all is this like kind of adrenaline i'm sure it's adrenaline but it also puts stress on a relationship i mean so you want to open a brewery 
and here's what you're going to face, right? I mean, it's got to be something to to fight with. But if you come out on the other side uh, as a unified team, it's going to be one of the strongest things you guys are going to have between the business, the brand, the the almost... I almost almost died several times. (laughs) And that was just because my wife was going to kill me. (laughs) So... God bless you, uh, the both of you, because <laughs> right now I could easily. And she didn't have any part of the business, right? Like she didn't no, have a, a no, saying or anything. No, she was... wanted to stay away yeah, as far as. Yeah. And, and yeah, they could have found my body parts <laughs> at the end zone of the friggin' MetLife Stadium. Hey, Chandler's just chewing on a femur in bro, the backyard. Bro, we... <laughs> Buried under your pool. Yeah. Oh, you with the. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 with, yeah. All the... yeah right. with all the. Yeah, we got it. Um, you guys have a, a huge journey in front of you. What are the next few steps right now? Like the next few months, are you focused on brewing? Are you doing a little bit of, you know, uh, ideas with what you're going to do for the next, uh, the build out of the, the, the shop? Where are you at right now? We are trying to kind of maintain the, the brewing and like, release a beer a month and then kind of ramp up and plan for the summer, knowing that it's a little kooky out here and then try to take the next few months that are a little bit quieter to focus on the build out and kind of completing the town. I like that. She used the term kooky instead of shit show. Yeah. (laughs) That is the nicest way of saying that when the, when the city is recovering from last summer. (laughs) (laughs) When the city it's come out and and they invade their homeland. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's kooky. It's kooky. It gets a little strange. We'll say. Uh, I mean, it's, it's gotta be, I don't want to say stressful because I don't want to put more of that on you. But for the most part, you know, what you guys are going to go up against for the next few months and in a year is going to be stressful. It's going to be a, a building process, but you have the beer behind you to back it. You have yep. the, the, the flavor profiles, the, the strength of your recipes and everything else. And, of course, the branding and, you know, everything here has been phenomenal. I don't see this being a downturn. So I'm going to say just for me and, and possibly the other two guys here. Uh, this is going to be a successful venture. So have faith and have confidence in what you guys are doing because it's phenomenal. And we've been doing this, I've been doing this for over five years, had you know almost 100 breweries in here and have tasted a lot of things. You guys are on the right path. You, you guys are doing phenomenal work and you just need to continue that path and don't stray from it because you have the right things going for you. Thanks so Thanks. much. Thanks, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, it's really a- appreciate it. Steve, words yeah. of wisdom before we uh, start uh, wrapping up here. Yeah. Every time uh, you watch somebody drink one of your beers and they smile and, and they're enjoying it, just just remember that. Because the days <laughs> when it's really hard and shitty, and and it, which it's it all happens with anything in life, you, you remember those moments though, and you're like, okay, man, this is what it's worth. This no. this is why we're doing it. We, you know, putting smiles on faces and and, and making people happy. Um, you'd be surprised down the road. You people are going to be like. Man, I remember the first time I had your beer. It was at this place. And they're gonna remember the place and where they had it and how happy they were drinking it and they wanted more of it. And you're gonna be like, Holy shit. All I did was brew beer and I touched you that that much. This <laughs> yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. Well you, and and so I wanna say this without weirdness, hazy lighting touched me. 
<laughs> it really did. That was that, that was Mike, something. Mike, that was me. No, I, I'm, that was me. I'm dead serious. That was my hand on the table. But we'll go to the video replay if okay. we have to. We, there was no. <laughs> it was lazy lighting. It was not you. Lazy. What happens you got, under the table when I'm not there? Yeah, well, you <laughs> see, Pete, you're not in the way. You, you weren't. You you're weren't usually the, the You're usually the buffer here between yeah. the two of us. You're welcome. So. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, no, but seriously, I mean that that beer. Got me. I don't know what it was. I don't know how it was. I hope the next batch comes out exactly the same because that's one that you can stand behind confidently, and you should. You absolutely should. Um, you guys are going to definitely. Oh, come on! You can pour more of that. Um, it's a, it's, a, it's an eight point three percent. If it was lazy lightning, you yeah. would have said nothing. I would have said nothing, absolutely. But it's eight point three percent, and I have to pee so bad, and I'm filling up. But I want to give them an opportunity. <laughs> I usually fill up to this point to my eyelids with uh, with tinkle, and uh, I, I'm so rushing to get off. But I want to give you guys an opportunity to uh, give a big plug, tell people what's coming up, what's going on, where people can find your yes, beer. Yes, that's the key. That's It really is a key at this point because there's uh, a number of places where you can find it, and obviously you can go out to the general store, but not everyone's going to be traveling out to East Hampton. So where can people in like central Long Island find the beer? Where can they get it? How can they get their hands on this? Because they need to get the fucking laced lightning. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go. You go. Uh, yeah, West Babylon Superstore. <laughs> ah, West ah, Babylon. Robbie! That's yeah. going to be the best place um, to get, to reliably get our beer. Um, and that's actually the only place kind of in the in the middle of and the And probably island. soon Hopscotch. And maybe Hopscotch uh, soon, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe Hopscotch. Yeah. And then in um, uh, Brooklyn, usually Beer Wax. Oh, oh nice. you're going to go Beer Wax. Nice. Yeah. Beer Wax has it. Uh, Gloria Baldi, which is one of our favorite old spots, usually has it. Uh, beer Street. Oh, yep. Shit, yeah. 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 Um, our friends are opening a restaurant in the East Village, Nudie Branch, which yeah. will definitely have the beer. So we're we're kind of posting on Instagram where the beer's at, and then locally, Townline has it, uh, Best Pizza, um, yeah. And then it, we Townline have, Barbecue, yeah. yeah, nice, nice, um, nice. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Peconic, Peconic Beverage in Southampton, okay, Sam's good. Yeah. Sam's Beverage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you go it. to our website <laughs> or message us on Instagram, uh, we are responding to the emails. And So it's info at springs-brewing.com, right? That's uh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. springs-brewery.com. Brewery, okay, good, yeah. Not brewing. I might have said that wrong at the top of the show, but you, you know, you get the idea. If you type in springs in Instagram, yeah. Twitter, or Facebook, you're going to find them. So. Yeah. Uh, guys, this has been uh, uh, eye-opening phenomenal good times for sure uh had a lot of fun with you yesterday um enjoyed every bit of hanging with you good people uh good beer for sure um and again if you uh, need to get in touch with them go to instagram twitter facebook whatever and type in springs brewery you'll be able to find uh what you need to find and again like i said get in contact with them um and find out exactly where in your area you can find their beer because you need to find this beer and people have been posting. I've been I've been seeing things. I've been looking at things, and seeing uh, a good outpour and positive feedback from a lot of the beers. So congratulations on everything you guys yes, have yes. done. Um, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, Mike, this was great. Thanks, Thanks for Steve. having Thank us. Thank you guys yeah. so much. This yes. was- this is a lot of fun. It's been our pleasure, not yours. Our pleasure. I'm taking that ownership away from you. Well, that's because you keep drinking. Yeah, the, the I know. I keep drinking the lazy lightning. 
<laughs> Lindsay Gunner, really appreciate you being yes. on the show. This is the work with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. Before we get out of here, Peter, what have you uh, you noticed in your basement? Uh, don't get fucking COVID. <laughs> Do your best to stay away from it. Tip for the show this week. Don't get COVID. You would have enjoyed it a lot more if you were in studio with us. You would have been the buffer between Steve and I. That's right. <laughs> A lot of, lot of hand stuff going on here. <laughs> none, none of that. None of that's been going on. But I appreciate Steve. Steve, before we get out of here, some. Uh, wait, I got to say goodbye to Instagram. Oh. Otherwise, I don't have an outro show. No. Something to say Fuck before off, you get Instagram. Uh, what do I have to say? Drink good beer with good people. Well, that's it. You, you're supposed to like no. give me a little more no. time. No. Give me a little mm. more time so drink, I can actually. Drink, drink good beer with good people. And if. They suck, then punch him in the face. No, don't say. No, oh. no like inciting Kelsey, violence. Like, like Kelsey Grammer. That Wait, whole is, I, say, I said that. None of that is going well. <laughs> Not, oh, Jesus Christ. This is the world of Mike Pete and Steve, GovsRadio.com. Check us out on our uh, podcast form on all your favorite platforms. That includes iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, Amazon Music. But we're always, always on the Hopped Up Network, so check yeah. them out. This is the world with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. And guess what? We out of here. Two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been The Works on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.